Today is the day. All good things must come to an end. And um, I think I need to inform everybody that this is probably Romeo's last day on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Because he just pissed on my laptop. <laughs> Fire hose that went too damn far. Yo, I opened the water, a soda water, then it sprayed everywhere, and it might have ruined my laptop. Who did it? Who's getting fired? Let's Don't look at it. me. Huh? Who shook it up? You shook it up? No. Did you drop it? Yeah. You dropped it? <laughs> and you knew you dropped it? No, I didn't know. You didn't know? You wasn't just, aware that you dropped it? No. You forgot? Yeah. You gonna lie to me in my face? <laughs> really? That's what we doing? Please don't fire me. <laughs> that's, that's what you did at Disney? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I didn't cry. <laughs> yo, who gets fired for giving away fries, yo? Bro, they were just... <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that's what you did? Yeah, yo, I you did, cried to Mickey? Dude, but they were like, I'm sorry, we have to let you go. I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Yo, crying while you getting fired at Disney is nasty. Oh, that's sick. Speaking, you know what else is sick? How you get cut off at Blue Moon Pizza? <laughs> Who cuts you off at a pizzeria? Who <laughs> gets cut off at Blue Moon Pizza? Explain yourself, man. I know. I didn't even know. I just found that out this morning, pretty much. Katie, what happened? Morning. It was afternoon. We just... <laughs> he don't even... Yo, he already you know twisted. time of day it is? Every time you go to Blue Moon, you come back and don't know what day it is. What are you drinking over there? Nothing. So apparently, apparently, I got cut off after our 100th episode. It was that day. Yeah, it was the day that we had the 100th episode, and we went before we recorded. So you know, just get, grab a bite, yeah. have a drink or two. Then came here. Of course, you know, we potted, got lit here, had a mixologist in the building, mm-hmm. and then afterward, everyone went back to Blue Moon. I don't know why we went back to Blue Moon, but we was like, let's go back to Blue Moon. We go back <laughs> to Blue Moon. Same server as before was there. And apparently she said that she could tell that Romeo was too lit. Mm -hmm. And so we were lining up to take shots. And she said that we all knew Romeo could not take another shot. Everybody knew but him. Every Yeah, exactly. Everyone knew. He had poured his heart out to the server and everything. That's his thing. And we just knew he couldn't take another shot. So she poured him up a shot of club soda and he took it with us. He didn't even know? (laughs) He didn't say nothing? No. He was like, yo, I'm lit. (laughs) And apparently, Finn, how you shoot club soda and don't know? <laughs> apparently, I also uh, dropped the water and I, I went behind the bar or tried to go behind the bar yeah. to clean it up. Wow, <laughs> I don't even remember. You went behind the bar. He to clean. tried. What did you she clean stopped him. Oh, she stopped you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That club soda had you lit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, we're in the club. <laughs> <laughs> you got a thing with spilling water on people's shit. Welcome to in the moment. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. Hey. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. This is your first time. Welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitchell. Your money back. Shout out to all my regular listeners and my new listeners. Episode 106. Please tell me you just saw what he did. What did he do? What move is that? 
And then he said, mm. yeah. longer than all, <laughs> Nah, come on, yo, we ain't been we ain't been on the pod three minutes, and you already with the schlonger dong. He's record breaking. Last time it wasn't five minutes before he said the white man. Yeah. And now <laughs> get yourself canceled. Don't try to get all okay. of us canceled. Me and Katie could take this by ourselves if we have to. You get okay. yourself canceled. I got you. All right, you good? You ready yeah. to pod? Yes, sir. Rub me down. Romeo is in the building. How you feeling? I'm feeling real good. That's all you got? Outstanding. You feeling outstanding? I'm feeling outstanding. Okay. <laughs> Katie, how you guy. feeling? I'm feeling great. Okay. You feeling great? It's a great day. Not quite outstanding. No, not outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> now, I used to I used to have um, JROTC. Do you know what that is? What? ROTC? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he didn't say the letters right. Yeah, what? what no, what'd you say? no, you had to add that J. <laughs> It was J R O T C. There we go. That was a J. I know R O T C. I never. I don't know what, what's J R O T C. Oh, we had we called that J R O T C. It was like yeah, some it was schools. Like, it was the same thing. They just put it was. A J. Yeah. You sure I wasn't the juniors? He was in like the development league. But he ain't know so just now. Yo, we only want the best of the best of the best. <laughs> I, I wrote talking about now. It's the same right. thing. That's what they told you, fam. <laughs> That's what they told you. I ain't never heard of that. Yo, all right, so what happened? Now, what you, what you wanted to tell us about JROTC? <laughs> what, no junior varsity for ROTC? Yo, somebody looked this up. No, I swear no, to God. It, Yo, no, 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 real talk. We were like. No, my school had it too. We but... were champs. We were like <laughs> national champs in that. At what? What'd y'all do? Raiders. Huh? They used to be called the Raiders. I never, I wasn't in the team. <laughs> Wait, what? No, it, is, it, is, it is junior ROTC. It Thank is, you. right? So he wasn't on varsity. He was on the junior reserves officers training school. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he was a reserve on the reserves? Oh, yeah. No, you just said you wasn't even on a team. Yo, stop lying to us. What really no, happened? it's hard to explain. I it was, see. It was a program called JROTC that you had to take in high school. Were you in it? I was in the program, but I wasn't like part of the teams of the program. How does that work? It was JROTC, How which was a class, right? Like where you had to like dress up in the uniform and all that stuff, yeah. right? They also had teams that you could you could try out for. So they had like the color flag, which was pretty much I think that's what it was called, uh, where you do like you know the little flag, yeah, yeah. And you carry it into the football games mm-hmm. and all that stuff. They had the drill team, which was like where like they spin rifles and they do all these cool tricks and like flip them up. And they'll catch them. And then they had the Raider scene, which was like the Rangers of the military. Okay. So, like, they would jump over, like, six-foot walls, carry, like, a stretcher, and, like, they'll do, like, military training, in a sense. Yeah. They'll crawl and all that stuff. I never joined any of the teams, but I was in the class. Why didn't you join the teams? Because I didn't like working out. So what was the point of you being in the class? My cousins did it, so I feel like I had to be a part of it. And it was better than being in, like, band. So you just used to sit there, get all the lessons, and do nothing oh, with dude. it? dude. Yeah. What? I was I was a first sergeant. How? I don't do anything. You didn't do it yet. You're a sergeant st- of what? I still don't know how. Fam. But I why did like, you play sports? I, I why? Why would you? I was. A why th- did you ask him that? Like you're, was, you're shocked. Listen, no, no, no. I was a theater kid. I was okay. in drama class. So I, was, I was on stage doing. So you my, were on stage. You didn't just sit in the theater nah, and nah, tell nah, people you nah, was the theater I was, kid. I was the star. You were in plays. Yeah. What do you mean? I was in plays. Theater, you put on productions, aka yeah, yeah. plays. Yeah, He's yeah. lying to us, guys. No, 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 There's no, no way you was a theater no, no. kid. You don't know what a play is. No, yo, what do you no, mean, plays? I heard, I heard plays. We didn't like do the place. lies in, Romeo. Oh, no, plays. No. Oh, I heard plays. You, you no. were in plays. Yeah, like plays. You yeah, was yeah. the star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of what play? Uh, it was called The Wedding. <laughs> no, I swear to God. Why y'all like. No, it was actually funny because it was, it, was, it was called The Wedding and it had to do with uh, two 
a Hispanic family and a black family, and their kids were getting married, and the Hispanic family had an issue with it. Oh, guess who? It's coming to dinner. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll play yeah, on it's, that. It's yeah. very, it was similar to that. Mm-hmm. What role did you play? I played the Mexican dad, who was very racist. Oh, isn't that ironic? <laughs> well, look at that. That answers a lot. <laughs> the Lord has show you the way. You just ask and be still. It came natural to me. <laughs> so that, you was that dude that like they was like he's killing this role. Yeah. You just being yourself. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. Little did they know. Little did they know <laughs> you were the star. Huh? No, it was very uncomfortable for me. Like if we're being for real, for real. Yeah. Like no jokes aside. Like it yeah. was very uncomfortable. And I was just like, I just don't feel comfortable saying these things. And she was like, but it's a play. Like because when I joined in, it was because I had a crush on this girl. And I wanted to like follow her, and like she That's was in how drama. Every class. guy exactly. ended up taking his extension classes back in the day. Yeah. So like I joined in because I had a Christian this girl, and they were like, "Hey, read this," and they gave me the role for it, and I was just like, "Oh, I, I guess I'm in this." And then and they were like telling me to like say all these stuff, and I was just like, "I don't want to say this." I was like, "I'm sorry." I just like I joined to just move props so you on to, stage. You like, that's to, all I wanted to do. Real? That's all I wanted to do, bro. Move props. That's all you wanted to do at ROTC, too, <laughs> apparently, and <laughs> just bring people water. So Don't you, put me in the field. <laughs> no, I'm not here for that, coach. So wait, so you had to say things that would have offended black people? Yeah. Yeah, tell me and Katie some. Yeah. I don't know my lines. You don't want to play no more, do you? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, look at him defeated. It ain't been 10 minutes. <laughs> All right. We're going to take the heat off you oh, and talk okay, about some great. other shit that I'm mad at. Alright, yo, what's up with you? Ironically, we're starting with you in the wild man situation. <laughs> yo, so it's like we didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome. Yeah, we're back. Yo, I'm kind of worried now. Nah, I got questions for you. What's up with you? Why you was introducing yourself to P1s? When? <laughs> when we was doing the Burt Show television. Bro, oh my God. Yo, for y'all who may not know, P1s are like the most dedicated and loyal listeners to the Burt Show. And Romeo was introducing himself to them. And they, what did they say to you? I had no choice. They was like, we know who you are. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And then... You were so rude. The one time... So Davi and I had to um, host a show on Friday, which was a lot of fun. A lot of y'all enjoyed it. That was fire. And so it was the first time that I ever had to actually look at the call screen. And like pick up, oh, man. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> to pick up phone calls, and it was one moment when we were waiting for for Noel to come on and give us <laughs> and give us some advice with a spirit guide. And I'm sitting there. Katie's sitting next to me. I'm looking at the screen because when Romeo's typing on the screen, you can see it in real time on the screen. And I'm watching him for thirty minutes trying to figure out how to spell psychic. <laughs> He put spy. <laughs> it's a stupid ass word. Fam, I'm watching it go S Y C H I C. No, no, no. Delete, 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 delete. S C Y. I'm waiting, waiting. Like, fam, what the fuck is she, Romeo? We live on air, bro. I was like, yo, and now we're going to go to our caller, Skeetia. <laughs> She's a Skeetia expert. No hell! 
But he spelled fuck you really fast that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he was talking to Kristen, didn't he? Oh, I was dying that you trying to spell that, bro. You happened. Ah. <laughs> oh, now you're speechless. I'm just, I'm just thinking of. Huh? Uh, you got nothing? No. All right, don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know how I think I am fired yet. What you mean? Yo, like, I be struggling to spell this shit out. Fam, I told you. Whenever you are insecure about a situation, you got to look at who was there before you. Here's the thing. If we're being honest. <laughs> you worried about spelling? Yes. Fam, Come on Walter, now. Walter couldn't spell Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. Moving on. <laughs> oh, this podcast is getting Oh, so Racist. It's so soon. I'm sorry. For my jaws to be tight. Katie, but, but you misspelled your Katie. You saw it. I know my. No, but for real. Okay, you got to give me the fact that sidekick is a fucking complicated word. It's huh? Sidekick? Spell sidekick. 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 Oh, that's why you started with an S. You was trying to spell sidekick. Oh, well, it makes sense now. What was she? A sidekick. Sidekick. She want no sidekick? That's Robin. <laughs> Yo, real talk, it sounds the same shit in my... And I, I'm wearing headphones. It sounds the same shit to me. Sidekick, psychic. You was trying to spell psychic, but you had sidekick in your head? You guys are saying the same shit. <laughs> you guys are saying sidekick and sidekick. No. So you don't know the difference between Noel and Robin? No, I know. <laughs> really? Holy shit. All right, but did, look, again... This is your second language. Yeah. Most yeah. people don't know two languages. That's right. So we're making fun of you, but you're still a king. Thank you. At least you can spell Joe. Moving on. Who's next? All right, let's talk about toxic behaviors. I'm mad at toxic behaviors. We talked about this on JDMO today, and I'm curious to if y'all have any toxic behaviors, which is you like something, but you know you shouldn't. And to give you an example, because I thought this was hilarious, um, we had a caller, and she was like, yeah, my toxic behavior is I like when I block a guy, for him to figure out another way to get in touch with me. Oh, Download yeah. an app, call me from a different number. You do whatever you have to do to still get in touch with me. I like that. And it took me back. I was triggered. Because <laughs> in this relationship I was in back in the day, that was her thing, right? And we got into this argument. And I used to always, quote unquote, win the argument. But this day, all she had a day where she said that. She was like, why didn't you call me back? I was like... You block me. Like, duh, I can't. And she was like, so you think that's it? If I block you, you just not going to try? And I was like, that makes zero sense. Then she was like, so if you're driving in your car and then you're on your way home and the road is blocked, do you just sit there or do you find a different route home? <laughs> I said, son of a bitch. <laughs> that's a good ass point. That was fire, yo. I had nothing. I was kicking her ass every day. But that day... Yo, I was like, that is fire. Yeah, I know. I was like, I had no comeback for that. I was like, I didn't think she could make sense of that, but she did. And I was impressed. Do y'all have anything that y'all would admit that you know you're not supposed to like this, but you do? I'm trying to think. Romeo, I know you got one, fam. You sat there, got cheated on, and ate the pizza. I mean, come on. I think I'm the toxic one. What you mean? Like, I think I'm the toxic one. I think I would be the one blocking the person and hoping that they would find a way to talk to me. That's it. Yeah. That, that's that's oh, wrong. Yeah. Oh, that's so you, you, you block somebody and you do that hoping that they'll go around the block and still figure out a way to get to you. 
Yeah. I you, haven't done it. That's but a turn like, on, though. But no. You haven't done it. No, no, I haven't done it. But you would. Yeah. Okay, that sure. counts. Like you block your girl and then she show up at the door like, yo, don't play with me. Yeah, I kind of like that. You would like bit. that. Yeah. All right, all right, that's one. Yeah, you got one. It, it makes you feel like you want me. Oh, you know, like yeah, oh. nasty trombone time, boy. You going <laughs> fire hose, Katie? I know you got I, one. Come I, on, I don't know if this counts, but I like it. If you get mad at me after you told me something that I know I needed to do and I didn't listen to you, I t- I intentionally didn't listen to you, but you got on my ass about it. Like, I'm trying to think of an example. So you just like when somebody get mad at you? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's what I'm hearing. Which show I me, show me that you care enough to get mad at me. Oh, okay, I'm not mad at that. See, that's mine. I, yo, I love when a girl is mad at me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, sexy. show me that you care. Like, yeah. Damn it, you ain't listen to me. No, I didn't. But yeah. now you care that I didn't listen to you. See, that's always been mine. And I know women hate that too. That's why I don't want to admit it. But now nah, I like that. Yo, get mad. Throw something. When she throws something across the room and miss, I, I'll be like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, come here, girl. I'm about to eat with you. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? All right, it's toxic. Y'all are nasty. Y'all I'm mad at... A, I'm about to ego you out. Wait, wait. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was... He didn't say eat? No, he said, I'm about to ego you out, girl. Yo, fam. And what? I wasn't going to say nothing because you said, all right, moving on. I'm like, wait. no, did anybody else hear that? No. I didn't even know what it meant. Yeah. I'm spinning the block. I'm coming back. Wait a minute. <laughs> you got excited about it, too. What, what do you think you said? <laughs> I said, I'm about to ego you out. Eagle? Yeah. Like, like the bird? Yeah, because they fucked... Yo, like, yo, yo, man, no, you, fuck, no, no, wait, you intentionally said that? It was a callback. To the, you know what I mean? Because yeah. we were talking about eagles having yeah, sex? Yeah, I know. I thought that was just your act. Like, you just, no, the, nah, the nah. English and the Spanish. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yo, we can't tell anymore. Yo, oh, we don't know. That, speaking about racist. Uh, yeah. Katie earlier this morning, bro. Katie, she, she, Katie earlier. She tried to, do I have an accent? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. What does that mean? Like, you, you can still not, have an accent? Yeah. Nah, it's not, like, super heavy. But, okay, because yeah. earlier Katie like repeated something I said back, but she threw on like a heavy accent. Oh, like imitating you? Yeah, but what like it I was like? just like, it, I, she was like, it, "It's okay, papi, don't worry about it." <laughs> and I was like, "What? <laughs> mira, mira, papi." I was like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> yeah, who is that?" Yeah. I was like, "Who the fuck are you imitating right now?" <laughs> That's how you sound. That is how you sound. Okay, say something. Say something right now. Hey, what's up? Okay, no, you did that too, Chief. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, like, you got to be you. That's how I talk. What you, <laughs> that's how I what talk. Do you, <laughs> you know, your accent comes out when you, like, passionate or angry. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets Probably. a little stronger. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't got, know if I it got, gets that strong. I don't know where you can get it. She out here like, it's Mr. 305, what it is? <laughs> <laughs> so, Katie's the racist of the week? Yes. All right, say less. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you I, said I look like the little girl from Polar Express. Let me see what she looked like. Hold on. <laughs> Let's see if that's offensive or not, because it could be accurate. No, watch. Then he tried to take my hair and put it into pigtails to look like the girl from Polar Express. Which one? The black girl. This one? The only black girl. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> nah, that's fucked up. That's racist. <laughs> that counts. <laughs> that's, racist. that's racist Thank as you. fuck. So we're even. No. We're even. Right. Fam, you did an entire even. play dedicated to being racist towards black people. What are you talking no, about? No, they were racist <laughs> to Hispanics, too. It's, no, it's the dude. No, you it's, said you were fam. the racist dad. That's, that's the role I got. Okay. It's not my fault I got that role. It's not. You top three. Okay. Don't worry about it. All right? All right. Who's next? All right. I don't know if I'm mad at Jada Pinkett or the woman who asked the question. Have y'all seen this? Mm-mm. I don't know her name, but she asked Will and Jada. She was doing an interview, and she said something to the extent of, will there be any more entanglement? Fingers crossed. This will hopefully be your year. We love you. Thank you for all the years of joy you've brought us. Thank you. We can't wait for more Red Table Talk and more... <laughs> 
More entanglements and... <laughs> No more entanglements. No more entanglements. And people were starting to debate whether she was right or wrong for asking that question. I personally think it's a fair question. You're a public figure. You had an entanglement. It became a thing. I don't think she was out of line for asking, which I think. I think it's a fair question. Because didn't they, for the longest time, they had the history of being an open relationship, but just not public about it, right? Yeah, we didn't really know. It was just right. rumored. Yep. Right, right. It was always rumored. But then she fucked up and all this came out. And then their whole mess was public. So I feel like that's a fair question. It's a fair question. What do you think, Katie? It is. Yeah. At, at this point in the level that they are at, yeah, uh-huh. it's a fair question. You got to expect that now. I agree. And then Jada was like, nah, 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 no more of that. And then I started to think, it's February. Because at the time it was. She going to feel this way in August? Don't do that. Don't, don't do I'm just, that. I'm just saying. She going to keep this energy when the end of July roll around? Yeah, I know. Somebody somebody come get him. All right, never mind. (laughs) Moving on. Who's next? Yo, did y'all know that there's a such thing as dick fished? (laughs) What? First of all. Yo, I'm just telling y'all what I be reading throughout the week. Where do y'all be at? Y'all don't see these things happening? No. This is a thing now. Women are getting dick fished. So they're sending (laughs) fake dick pictures? Yes. Okay, I get that. Yeah. I didn't know this was a thing. There was a woman who was talking about it on a podcast that I was watching. And they said that she was rude because of the story that she was telling. And I didn't agree because she said, yo, this dude was sending me photos of himself. And then when I saw it, that wasn't what was in the photo. And then she was like, that was the moment I realized that there's actually a such thing as dick fishing. Mm -hmm. And I've never heard a woman mention this term. It was the first time I heard the term. So I started to wonder, like, is that a thing? I haven't been dick fished. No, but. It makes sense that a dude would send like the wrong. Yeah, but it's never happened to, to be like, yo, no. I don't. Think Has that happened to you, Romeo? I don't think I understand this. You know what catfish is? Yeah. So <clears throat> sending pictures of someone. So else. I myself will send a picture of a fake dick to a woman, and I'm dick fishing her. Not a fake one, like a real one. It's just not yours. Right. So I'll Google like yeah. dick pic. And yeah, what, what, now, what would you Google? <laughs> <laughs> no, tell us. <laughs> no, because you don't want you don't want to share anything with us. Share. Well, if you just happen to be looking. If yeah. I had to Google it, yeah. I would Google. <laughs> what? Come on, man. What would you Google? I want to know. What would you go with? I would Google average size. <laughs> Wait. You got to make it realistic to <laughs> really catfish them, you know? Do you? No, I don't know. I don't think so. Nah, I would, no, I would have to Google something that looks like me. Yeah. Then I, why? So I would Google brown dick. <laughs> Okay. That's what you would do? Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> like you you would just put in your complexion. Big brown dick. <laughs> and then you would go shopping? Then I'll find nope. the photos, save <laughs> them, and then send them It'd out. It'd be like Tinder. Nope. You just keep swiping <laughs> until you find your match? Nope. Uh, that'll work. Nope. That looks like me. Oh, that's believable. No, you don't want it to be. That's the thing. If it's believable, then technically, I guess it is still dick fishing if it's not yours. In her case, she said... Oh, like your photo he used was not at all him. Like, I'll find your photo. What? You gonna send mine? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, come. Yes, I got a hundred and like thirty followers from your (laughs) dick. I can't wait to talk about women. Well, we gonna get to it. Yeah, we. Yo, so yes, we're not the same complexion, man. That's what I was saying. Dick fish. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Yo, men really out here doing this. 
Not me. I'm proud. You are? Yeah. Good. All right. You own it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think if you if you are a woman and you listen to this podcast and this has happened to you, please tell us. Share your story. We won't. We, no, I'm serious. We won't share your identity. But I just want to know if men are really out here dick fishing. Because something tells me Romeo has done it and he won't tell us. Too, please call 1 800. <laughs> dick fish, you too can sue. Just know that you are not alone. We're on your side. If, if you showed up to get your back broke and that man couldn't bust a grape, you deserve to tell your story, Queen. All right. All right, moving on. Oh, shit. Who's next? All right, last thing I'm mad at. Well, since we're here. (laughs) Katie, stop doing that. Because mad people noticed the moment you realized what I was talking about last week. (laughs) (laughs) When I was telling the story and you had no idea what was going on, Uh there was a moment when Katie was like, oh, I know. Like, she knew where it was going, and it was hilarious. Okay. (laughs) But, all right, so we'll get more into the details of <laughs> some of the nasty things that have occurred since um, my, my situation with my situation. <laughs> first of all, Romeo is a sick individual. Because, Absolutely. Yo, my dick wasn't out for 10 minutes before this man was on Twitter talking about... And you want to see it? <laughs> yo, follow me on IG. I got the picture. And what happened after you wrote that, bro? Listen, you guys call me sick. I call it an opportunity. How many okay. followers you got? I got like 130, bro. Wow. Oh, wow. How many, and women was really asking for the picture. Dude, women, I took screenshots of some of the things that they said to me. Because at a certain point, I was just like, they got to know it's a joke. Right? You would imagine. Mm-hmm. It's a joke. I literally said, hey, guys, if you want to see Mo's dick, follow me on Instagram and I'll send it to you. Right. I thought we, as a collective group, would have known that that was a joke. I knew. They didn't. Okay, they really did. So I got a DM that said, do you really have the pick? Question mark. Then I got another one that said, okay, I saw the pick originally and didn't, didn't notice most situations since I don't typically look in that area. But now y'all got me curious. So send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else says, will you send me most picture, please? <laughs> there was a lot of ease in that one. Yeah, uh, see. I came here for the gray sweatpants. They were blue. <laughs> nah, yo, because I'm tired Because some woman on Twitter was coming at me She was like, oh, please <laughs> He wore gray sweatpants and then photoshopped the picture We knew what you were doing I was like, first of what? all, they were blue And I can't photoshop shit But they, thank you They were, <laughs> <laughs> they were somebody, blue, yo Yo, somebody else hit me up was, They were like, where's the pic? Question mark So it was just bad messages of women asking Dude, you Just nonstop and some lady had like 30 exclamation points. I saw that. I saw the one you you you, you sent in the group text where she added ex- exclamation points after. <laughs> and then she hit me up two hours later. And added more. Added more exclamation points. <laughs> I need you to know how serious I am. Then it was, I mean it. <laughs> no, the crazy part, the thing that threw me off was the fact that these women had kids in their profile pictures. Yeah, that's nasty. Some of them in their bio had Christian Fam, we can't comment on that when the Bird Show was sitting there trying to get me to sell it for donations to Bird's Big Adventure, bro. For the kids. Like, you know, I felt so dirty in that moment. Did anybody think of me in that moment? Yo, we were using my schlong to help for kids. The kids. Bro. I know how to feel, man. But I had women hit me up like, hey, Romeo didn't send me the picture and I followed him. <laughs> 
What do you want me to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? It got nasty. And listen, Davi got a lot of followers in the hour we talked about it. I probably got over 100 followers in the hour we talked about it. DMs after DMs. I think Kristen got some DMs. Bert did. Davi did as well. Everybody was getting DMs. Everybody was looking. It was a lot of messages. We'll get to a lot of the nastiness about that a little later. But I did, for the listener's sake, take the liberty of <laughs> writing down the five funniest messages that I feel like I saw. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Throughout this ordeal. Oh, Lord. And I can't read them because I feel like it would be, like, too self-serving. So I'm not going to do that. So, Katie. (laughs) So I got to read it? Yep. It's up to you. All right. All right. Number one. Is it because your picture with Bert? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Because we all seen that it's bigger than Bert. (laughs) Laughing emoji. (laughs) Laughing emoji. (laughs) Yo. What? Yo, what's wrong with y'all, yo? (laughs) Yo, y'all play too much. Yo. Yo, the listeners don't be on your side, yo. Oh, man. All right, all right, what else? Number two. Damn. I would have never made fun of Mo's legs during Live Like a Woman Week if I knew he had three of them. (laughs) Yo. Tripod. All right, man. What else? Number three, not me scouring the internet for the last 24 hours looking for it. I saw it, but I need to see it again. That thing needs a GPS? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck in my ways. All right. <sighs> number, f- <laughs> number four. Come on, Mo. Us married women just want to see it for fun. Oh. See? Oh. Yo, Not the married women married? we're seeing for fun. You married, queen. Can you do that? Is that cheating? That's, yes. Like, I would feel like that's yes. cheating, yo. Is yeah. it cheating? Yes. I don't know. Okay, married women can look at porn. That's true. What's the difference? This is a picture of most. <laughs> but I'm not a porn star. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? But they want you to be. Yeah, but that'll make me one. You can't ask to see just a, a random man's, you know what I mean? You're their fantasy now. I wanna. <laughs> what are you gonna say, bro? Do you think women have you on the uh like call pass? Mm. Oh, like the husband let him get one? Yeah, yeah. That might be. There's gotta be a couple out there, huh? Probably. There you go. I ain't mad at that. Katie, what? I just looked at number five. Oh Uh-oh. shit. What is it? Why wasn't Davi at the BBA weekend? Oh wait. I see her now. She was in your bed. Yo, yo, don't do it. Yo, she's married, yo. Yo, don't do that, man. Nah. Yo, that's sick. Yo, yo, I'm not. Yo, nah. Take this back. I don't want it no more. Yo, moving on, yo. Yo, nah. All right, that's it. Yo, some of y'all are sick. I appreciate oh. y'all listening, but some of y'all need Jesus. They all do. Oh, man. Who's next? All right. Shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you Shout out to Kevin Gates. All right, so Kevin Gates is a rapper, and apparently he's also a liar. Because I like Kevin Gates. Met him a couple times. Really good dude. But fam. 
This dude told the ultimate lie, and it reminded me of one of them situations when, like, you know somebody's lying to you, but they sitting there, and they just going to keep going and insulting your intelligence. And I want y'all to hear him say it because I can't necessarily say it like he did. So here's the audio. I ain't going to say how I, how I know I could do this, but this since I've been a child. This later, this later, car was broke down. Mm-hmm. Her car was broke down. And I'm going to say this. Please don't believe me. The later car was broke down, and I told her, "Listen, I could, I could start your battery for you." She said, "We need jumper cables." I said, "No, you don't." I put my hands on the on the battery. I got this little thing that I do. I told her, "Give me the keys." I jumped in there and cranked the car. She said, "You my angel." I say, "Speak nothing of this." Yo, fam, he's charging a car, bud. That man said a lady was on the side of the road. What? With a car broke down, he put his hands on the battery. <laughs> And then jumped in the car, started it up, and told her, "Don't speak nothing of this." You my Yo. angel. Yo. I would, I would think that's Jesus back. Bro. Yo, fam, why is he lying like this? <laughs> Yo, do y'all believe him? No. If he keeps lying like this, he's not gonna get through the gates. Somebody should tell Kevin <laughs> this. Yo, what is he doing? You ever knew somebody that just lies like, like, do, like who he think gonna believe that story? He know nobody gonna believe it. That's why he said, "Don't believe me." We don't. But a lady. <laughs> Yo, what kind of lie is that? You think you could do that, Romeo? No. I'm trying to figure out. They say electricity runs through your body. Somebody but, told me that. But I'm he's trying to not powder. Out. Yeah, like how are you trying to get how do you think you're gonna get away with that lie? That's what I'm trying like, to do. Like I'm trying to like uh, that's what He told that shit on a really big podcast, fam. Like you knew mad people were gonna hear it. And he really like, I don't know how high he was. Yeah, but, I, was I was about to say, was he on something? He that literally said don't worry about the jumper cables, baby. I got this. I put my hand on the car. <laughs> you my angel. I said, don't speak. <laughs> what? Don't, don't tell nobody nothing. Yo, fam. First of all, if I'm in that situation and the roads are reversed and I'm on the side of the road and a woman pulls over, puts her hand on a battery, jumps and starts the car and tells me, don't speak nothing of this, you're not leaving. You think I'm going to let you leave? No. Bitch, you Jesus. You're going to stay <laughs> right here with me and we're going to talk about some things. You think I'm going to just let you walk away? As a matter of fact, you're coming home with me. Man, yo, you think we're not getting married? <laughs> Where are you going? Oh, Queen. Nah, I've been looking for you my whole life. Yo, tell Kevin. Kevin, my dude, but you gotta stop, bro. Who's next? Yo, shout out to Chingy. You know who Chingy is? Mm-mm. Really? Every time I try to leave, something keeps pulling me back. Me back oh, okay, okay. Let okay. it she do that right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. that one. But yeah. Chingy. So, Chingy is a rapper, old school rapper. Some of y'all might know him for those hits, but imagine being so racist. That you, you give up a $10 million a year job. Can't imagine. What is Estee Lauder? It's like a, I don't want to, it's a fragrance line? It's a fragrance line. Hang on, let me make sure. Hold on, hold on. I, I don't know. Okay, so Estee Lauder, mm-hmm. while Katie does research, is, uh, so the senior executive, his name is John Dempsey, and they claimed he was fired at first, mm-hmm. but then reports came in that he actually wasn't fired, but he retired Instead, due to the backlash, and it was because he posted a meme on Instagram. He was making $10 million a year, and he posted a meme, a Sesame Street meme. (laughs) You got to read the title. Of of Big Bird in a mask. And who's in the bed? I don't remember all these Sesame Street characters like that. Katie, who that? Oh, that's the one that, ooh, I'm like, I don't, I don't know his name. I know who, what he sounds. Who she thought that was going to help, bro? <laughs> I'm Wait, sorry. What does he sound like, Katie? Ooh. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he has an elephant trunk. He's like the elephant dude, but this is old Sesame Street. Uh, ever since last week, whenever Katie started anything with elephant, I get nervous. All right, so. <laughs> Buster McThunder stick. <laughs> I got an elephant dick. Elephant uh, dick. It's Snuffleupagus. Okay. That's All right. Snuffle- All right. Snuffleupagus. So he, he posted a meme on, <laughs> yo, Romeo, you can't laugh this hard at something that a racist has done. Yo, you really are the just, star of your whole not, movie. This is not racism, bro. This All right. What is this? So explain this. To, I, I want you to tell me what no. this is. So John Dempsey is a white man who was the senior executive for Estee Lauder. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Estee Lauder. Okay, and he posted a meme of Big Bird in a mask and Snuffleupagus in a bed with a thermometer in her mouth, and the meme says, "My, <laughs> you got this." I can't read it because this shit actually funny. It says, <laughs> "My <laughs> Snuffy done got the Rona at the Chinky concert." <laughs> It's funny, but but he's white, so (laughs) so there was backlash. And again, they said he was fired, but uh, now reports come in that he wasn't fired, but he actually retired, I guess, because well, people thought it was blatant racism, and he took some heat for it. But Romeo, you don't think it's racist? Tell us why. No, no, it's racist. I'm just saying, like, how do you get away with this? No, he didn't. He didn't. Uh-huh. No, but clearly he did because he retired. Well, uh, yeah, I think he retired before they could fire him. I'm assuming probably for money reasons, financial yeah. reasons. I mean, this man. I is- just like w- when I first saw because I think Katie showed me this. And mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I remember thinking just how do you mistakenly place a meme with yeah. an asterisk? You don't. Like three of them where the I-G-G-A go. Right. Like, did he think he could do that because the N-word was... Censored. Censored. Like it stars in the middle of it. So he thought, oh, I'm good. I'm good with yeah, it. Nah. <laughs> Romeo, you had a good theory as to what really happened. What was my theory? You said that maybe he posted it on his Finsta. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really what I thought. Like, I I really, I think truly that he posted it on his like personal fake account, which what my kids called Finsta. What is that? Explain that to people it's who a, don't know. It's a fake Instagram, mm-hmm. quote unquote, but it's still Instagram. You just create a different profile that only your very close friends follow, and you don't tell the world about this account. So it's called a Finsta. It's a fake Instagram. Do people know it's you still? The only ones, your close friends. Yeah, will. only the ones. And it's you where you follow. can be your most authentic self within your close friends, oh. where you know you won't be judged. Ah, so you think he he had one of those and he meant to post it on that? Because I know a lot of celebrities do have Finstas. Okay. Where they have, like, their public account, yeah. and then they have a personal account for their family and friends. Uh-huh. So I really do think that this guy probably just posted it for his friends, and then it was just... It was like, oops, that's actually Instagram. That's my whole CEO account. Yeah. He said his apology, he posted an apology saying that he didn't read it before posting, which, like, I don't know why you think that would make you look better. you just posting. Like, that's just dumb. Yeah, it's stupid. Say, yeah, that makes zero you sense. You know you read it. You know, you know what you did. My whole thing in this, honestly, is just I can't imagine being so racist that you can't keep it to yourself. You feel the need to tell the world in order to jeopardize a $10 million a year job. Like, imagine that. That's why I think it was his Finsta. You don't think he really meant to do that? No, not on his public CEO account. Well. He I, did it. I ain't gonna lie, that's funny, though. <laughs> Dude, Snuffy got the Ronin. <laughs> <laughs> my, my nigga Snuffy. 
Right. Now stop it. He got to go. Yeah. Who's next? All right, let's get down to business. All right, two things I want to talk about in this segment. Uh, first one is T.I. I want y'all to be honest about this T.I. situation. If you're not familiar, T.I. is a rapper from Atlanta who recently took up stand-up comedy. Um, their video was released. I think it was about five minutes of T.I. attempting stand-up for the first time. And a lot of people wanted to know my opinion on this because uh, comedian Godfrey, who's a really popular comedian, who's been a comedian for a very long time, uh, very good, very good comedian. And, you know, I, I kind of felt like he bitched up a little bit, to be honest, because his opinion first was, yo, I was headlining because he was headlining the event. And I guess T.I. went up after him, which in the comedian world is very disrespectful, obviously. If you're the headliner, no one goes up after you, period. And he said, I never watch anybody who goes up either before or after me. Not out of disrespect. It's just like, I just don't do that. Which I understand. A lot of comedians are that way. Mm -hmm. And he said, basically, that he didn't feel like T.I. should have been out there. Like, yo, you playing with what I do for real. You playing with comedy. A lot of people play with comedy. A lot of people play with all kinds of professions. When they're not really about that world. You didn't put in that work. You didn't put in that time. That's not, you're not cut from that cloth and you thinking you just go up there and do it. Podcasting, very similar, right? A lot of celebrities have podcasts that do well, not because they're good at podcasting, but because they're celebrities. Mm -hmm. They have a name, they have followers. And so they get a ton of listens when in all actuality, they're not that good at it, right? So that's what he said first. T.I. came on the show. Oh, that boy changed up. Changed up real quick. Nah, I didn't say that. Nah, I didn't say that. And then T.I. was kind of letting him and all of the other dudes on his podcast have it. Everybody was quiet. Nobody really wanted to smoke with T.I. Cool. Before I say how I feel, how do y'all feel about T.I. doing comedy? I caught a clip of it, and I thought, you know, he was doing what regular comedians do. They tell a story that they know people can relate to. And the clip that I saw was just like, okay, cool. Like, I didn't think anything of it. I wasn't like, boo, T.I., get off the stage. I was like, all right, cool. He's just doing him, being a performer, just in a different setting. Mm -hmm. Like, it is what it is. You didn't think see, none of it? No. Okay, Romeo? T.I. went af after the headliner? Yes. I would be bothered by that. If you were the headliner? Yeah. But if you're not the headliner, it doesn't bother you? Um, I, an audience. I think if you're giving if you're giving it a go, no. Because comedians, the way I look at it is like they have a story to tell and not everybody's going to be funny, right? Mm -hmm. You can give it a go. Yeah, sure. You can try to be funny. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you're going to be funny. 100%. Right? So I think if you can try to deliver, go for it. But I think if you go after the headliner, no. That's a, that's a big no-no. I don't think he should have went after the headliner. But I also don't think Godfrey should have reacted like that. Like, if it were me and T.I. did that at one of my shows, I would have just spoke to him. I would have went backstage and been like, yo, I know you're new to comedy. You know what I mean? Like, you, do, you normally do music. But in, in this world, if you got a headliner, you let him headline. You're supposed to go up before. Because T.I. said he didn't even know. He didn't even know that was a thing. And I get that because he's not a comedian. But at the same time, didn't someone have to allow T.I. to get up on stage? Wasn't right. there someone yeah. else behind right. the scenes to be like, oh, it's okay for him to do this? Right. And and maybe T.I. did know because typically you know what a headliner means. But yes, somebody did have to tell him that. And he's T.I. So people are typically not going to feel a way about T.I. getting on stage anywhere in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like if Godfrey felt that way, I think it's okay to feel that way. If you feel... Some kind of way about the fact that you put in all of this time 
into something and then somebody else is kind of playing with it yeah. and you're a little jealous of it, stand on it. When that man walk in the room, don't change up. Now, I am never mad at somebody trying comedy. I don't care. Because to me, comedy is the one place where you get immediate feedback. Everybody in my life thought they could be a comedian when they saw me be a comedian. And it pissed me off. I actually, like, encouraged one of my friends to get on stage knowing he was going to be trash. I did it on purpose. Because he was saying stuff like, yo, if you could do it, I could do it. Word? Okay. <laughs> Got that man signed up so fast. He went up there talking about, yo, my mom used to... Like, get on me when I ain't do my homework. They booed his ass off that stage so fast, and I was in the back like. Because <laughs> people won't give you the respect you deserve when you make something look easy. You know what I'm saying? They won't say, yo, he's so good at it that he makes it look easy. No, they'll think it's easy, and they'll think they can do it. And because you make your friends in the room laugh, you think you could go on the stage and make a whole room of strangers laugh. It ain't as easy as you think, but try it. I don't think Godfrey should ever be mad at anybody trying the art. If you can go up there and do it, more power to you. But T.I. said something that I thought was profound, and it actually completely turned me around on it. Because at first, I, I'm not going to lie, I didn't have this feeling about T.I. doing comedy, but I did have this feeling with podcasts. I always kind of felt like it sucks that people who are actually really good at podcasting and put in the work and the time to constantly be entertaining and worth listening to every week don't get the same fan base or listener base as somebody who just happens to be a celebrity and is talking. Because if you're a podcaster for real, you hear it immediately, like instantly. You're like, this person is just getting behind a mic and talking. And everybody thinks they can do that and create what they see people doing with really good podcasts. And at first, it's kind of like, I can see how that would piss you off, right? If you really put in the time and the effort into this. But T.I. says something that I thought was profound. Because one of the guys, I can't remember if it was Godfrey, but he kind of said, like, you almost stepping on my toes. And you hear that a lot from people. People will get mm. jealous and feel a way about somebody else's path. And I feel like in reality, some people are going to have to work a lot harder than you to get to where you are. And some people are going to have to work not as hard at all to get to where they want to go. Everybody has a different path, different degrees of difficulty. But what's for you is for you. And that's what T.I. told them. Why y'all worried about what I'm doing? I can't get in your way. What's for you is for you. And I feel like if everybody had that mindset, because so many people don't, and I feel like that's why so many people get jealous in life. Why this person had this path? Why does this person have this? Why does that person? Like, you don't know what they went through. Right. You don't know their story. You don't know where they really come from. You don't know what they had to go through. You might not be able to withstand what they had to deal with in order to get to where they are, but you're jealous of what they have. You see what I'm saying? Because I think people feel like somebody else can actually take their shine or take their path. And I don't think that's a thing. Like, if you really believe in you and you know who you are and what you're about, can't nobody do nothing with what's for you. What's for you is for you. Y'all agree? Absolutely. A little bit. I think I think I also think though, like if you are TI though, you already have a fan base. So you don't have to go through the struggle of an open mic. True. But he you know had to mean? go through you don't think he had to go through struggles to get that fan base to, to be the yeah, rapper? But as a rapper, yeah, not but- as a comedian. So now you're bringing people in from your fan base of a rapper yeah. into your comedy world, right? When you're talking about a comedian who's struggling going into 5 minute like or what what do you start off as as a 2 minute start? As an open mic, sometimes typically right? like yep. two minutes, mm-hmm. and then two you jump, minutes. then you jump to five minutes, and then you jump to like ten or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you can have like your own little opening set or whatever, mm-hmm. right? I can see his point of view where it's just like, dude, like you just you already have your fan base, you're a rapper, now people you're follow you, 
you can bring your audience to this world, right? And that's cool in a way. But like, I also think like I kind of see both both sides of it. No, I like this. It's like take this side because then we can debate it. Yeah, you have to bring your you're bringing your audience, your fan base, right? Mm-hmm. But his fan base likes him for being a rapper. Will they still like him for being a comedian? That's exactly yes, what I was going to say. They'll come along, but will they stay? They're not staying. Do you see what I'm saying? I, that's exactly how I was feeling. Like, let that man do that. Mm-hmm. If Ti go up there and do stand up two or three times. And then the videos get out there and the fans are like, yo, this is trash. They're not going to keep showing up. Eventually, you're going to have to throw what, what you know about that on, fam. But do that on your own time, not doing when I'm headlining. That's why he personally should have felt the way. I get that. That's why I'm I don't think from. comedians should feel the way, okay. though. You see okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, okay. Godfrey should have felt the way that T.I. went on there after him. I, I completely get that. Okay, okay. You headlining this your event. But he ain't keep that energy, and he didn't tell T.I. that when he was there. Oh. You see T.I. in the back, oh, and you, yeah, nah, I yo, King, him. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a fan and all that. Then you go get on your podcast, you talking crazy. And then when T.I. show up, you ain't talking crazy no more. Mm. I feel like if you felt that way, stand on it. Yeah. Keep that energy. Mm-hmm. He didn't do that. Bring his ass back after, like, oh, you're going to go after me? We're going to talk. Exactly. Yeah, and talk yeah. to him man to man. I ain't saying you got to run up on him and, like, you right. know what I'm saying? No, no, no. But, yeah, but, yeah. but talk to him. What the fuck? I think T.I., he strikes me as the kind of guy that would have actually, like, respected that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you talk mm-hmm. to him backstage, like, yo, normally in comedy world, we don't do that. You, T.I., it is what it is. We in Atlanta, I already know what time it is with you, but, like, it's a, it's a code of respect. Right. In comedy, right. just like in rap, it's, it's no different. You ain't gonna get, you ain't gonna see a new act that nobody knows going after Ti, or you are gonna see people walk out. You know what I'm saying? So I mm-hmm. think sure. he should have kept that energy. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, but but what you saying though, as far as Godfrey, I completely agree. Okay. Who's next? All right, let's talk about Joe Budden and Slaughterhouse. This is a topic that a lot of the listeners wanted me to talk about, and I was gonna do it anyway. So let's get into it. Are y'all familiar with anything that's going on, or even who these people are? I know who the people are. I just don't know what's going on, like the full story. Okay, cool. Romeo, you familiar with the characters? Mm, nope. All right, so... I know I, Joe Budden. You know Joe Budden is? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, yes. For those who may not, uh, Joe Budden is probably the number one urban podcaster in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to be a rapper, and at one point he was in a group called Slaughterhouse, and it was four members. It was Joe Budden, Royce the Five Nine, Joel Ortiz, and his name used to be Crooked Eye. Now it's King Crooked. So I'm a, why are you laugh at his name? I'm sorry, why are you switching from Crooked Eye? Nah, I'm King Crooked. Like who, I don't know who makes that change. Like he got better. He got better vision. You still crooked, like. But he King Crooked now. You're King now. You feel me? You used to be I. You used to be about yourself. Now you're a king. You're no, about the, you're about you're the people. The king of all the crooked. You see what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to make a long story less long. These four members started this group called Slaughterhouse. They did really well together. They had a lot of fans. They had a classic album. They didn't do as well as people thought they might have, or at least as well as they thought they might have. And they ran into issues that somewhat had to do with Eminem because M eventually signed them, and then he ended up getting to a beef with Joe Budden because Joe went on his podcast at some point, I believe, and said some negative things about Eminem. Yep. And maybe it wasn't his podcast. Maybe he just said it. I don't really remember. But either way, they had issues. There was creative differences. And it seems like the group couldn't work past it, right? So I'm walking y'all through this so that y'all can kind of give me your take on whose side you understand more. So 10 years go by. Nothing happens. They can't seem to get together and get on the same page to release another album or to even create another album. So one of the albums they already did never got released. They just couldn't figure it out. So now they're a group that's broken. Everybody's wondering if they're going to come out again. They're going to come out. You don't know. Joe's podcast takes off. Obviously. He's killing it. He's making millions of dollars to do his podcast. 
getting millions of views. He's doing his thing. Royce is still doing things behind the scenes, music-wise, got his hand in other things. He's doing well. Joel Ortiz and King Crooked, <laughs> the other two members, they're not doing as well. <laughs> I'm sure they're doing all right. They ain't Joe Budden. So these two release an album seemingly out of nowhere called The Death of Slaughterhouse. So what happened, apparently, according to Royce to 5'9", he put an Instagram post out that gave an analogy to how he felt about this entire situation, which was, how would you feel if you were in a group with four people? And let's say I built this building brick by brick together. The building is worth millions, but it needs renovations. And you're trying to figure out the process. But before you do, two of the members burn that building down in order to create another building on their own. And they don't tell you. So basically, King Crooked and Joel Ortiz came out with this album. And I guess they got a deal for it. But a part of the deal was, you can't tell Royce and Joe you're doing it. And you just have to release it. Mm. And now the group is done. So that building is destroyed. Joe and Royce feel like they went against the group. They were disloyal. How could you do that? We started this together. We should have ended it together. Period. Right? Mm -hmm. Nothing should have been done without us. Joe admitted that he's hurt. Royce feels away. Joel and King Crooked look at it like, yeah, we waited 10 years. If we was going to do something with this, we should have done it. And Joe has said hundreds of times, I've retired. I don't do music anymore. So Joe's not rapping. And Royce is saying, yo, I'm not doing a project without Joe. So Joel Ortiz pretty much admitted, like, yo, I'm sitting back watching this dude kill it with his podcast. And Royce don't want to do nothing without him. And he's saying he's not rapping anymore. So what are we supposed to do? Just keep sitting around waiting and waiting? No. They put out an album. They voiced their opinions. And whatever, I guess, the bag was for them to do that, they felt like it was worth it to burn that bridge. How do y'all feel about that? There's a right way and a wrong way to do something. So if you know that two of the members are not trying to put out music, right? One says, I'm not going to put out music without the other. And you know that that's what they're on. That's cool. And these other two still want to put out music. I feel like that's cool. But at some point, you got to give one another a heads up, have a conversation. Just don't sign a deal behind their backs and put it out. I agree with you. Without telling them. I agree with you 100%. Here's the thing. Now, I didn't read this or see this or hear anyone say this, but I have to assume in this situation, because it makes sense, that they did it that way for a reason. Because I'm assuming whoever gave them the bag to release this project knew that it was a clout thing. You're going to get a lot more hits. You see what I'm saying? People are going to pay attention to it more Mm -hmm. if it's released in this toxic manner. Because the easy thing to do here is to go to Joe and Royce and say, this is what we're doing, right? But if you just put it out there and now there's a beef and now Joe has to talk about it on his podcast, Royce has to talk about it on his Instagram. You see what I'm saying? That's free promo. I get that, but are they all still friends? Even though they're not making music, are they all still cordial with one another? Not right now, no. Because- no, I'm saying before, before that album, right? 
Are you still- I, it's different accounts on that. Like, I, because- like, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think they really were all 100 with each other. If they- you're not, I get it as an F you sense, and I'm just going to do this, right? And go on it. But if you are cordial, just a heads up. I don't think that. I think the deal wouldn't allow them to do that. Mm. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I think they should have went to him and said something. But if let's just say, for debate's sake, that if they came to you with this bag, they say, yo, you can't tell them. You got to make the album. You got to put it out. And then we go on a promo run when the album is ready to be released. That's the only way I'm giving you this bag. Because I believe that's what happened. Mm. And you sitting in that position saying... Man, this dude don't ever want to rap again, and we ain't rap for 10 years. You going to take the bag? I'm not because, well, it depends on the bag, first of all. But my initial reaction is I'm not because, yes, this deal may be get, get done. I may get the bag in the sense and moment. But what comes after this? What else can I do for my future? Now I look like the person that's backstabbed my two, you know, group members in the back. Who else is going to want to work with me if you know that I've done some shady business in the past? Just because I did something in the moment for clout in the future, I look like the shady person. Mm-hmm. Got it. The way I look at it is that's my passion, right? My passion is to spit lyrics, right? Create bars, create like music. I'm gonna put that out there to the world. And if somebody's offering me money for it, I'm gonna do that, right? Because your focus is not your podcast. Am I a part of that? No. Were, were they a part of, of Joe Bowden's podcast? No. no exactly. So I'm not a part of your podcast. You're making bread from that, right? What I'm focused on is my music. So I'm going to put it out there. Somebody else is paying me for it. Yeah. but That's the way I look at it. When you put out your music, you're not going to throw shade at whoever else you're not working with. They named it the death of Slaughterhouse. So if you're still focused on your passion, it would make sense if you're like, I'm going to do my passion and name my project something else. You're naming it the death of Slaughterhouse. It's throwing a jab at them. I'm doing my passion, but fuck y'all too. I'm bringing your, you into this. They could have named it something else, and then it wouldn't be tied to that. I agree with that. Just to add this, though, in their defense, from what I've seen and heard about Joe Budden and his podcast, it seems as if I think that all the members, I don't know about Royce, but at least these two who decided to do this, I think they um, felt a way toward Joe because I think they somewhat blamed Joe. For the fact that we're in this situation in the first place. Because of what he did that caused the beef with Eminem, right? In their minds. I'm trying to put myself in their minds of, yo, you caused this beef in the first place. It was your mouth that caused us to be here. So I think a part of them already somewhat blame him for being the polarizing figure he is. Because he does seem to destroy things everywhere he goes. That, that's not my personal opinion. But that's a lot of people's opinions. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to argue against when you look at the fact that he had his friends on his podcast, didn't work out. Charlemagne kind of called that one, saw it coming. And Joe has kind of been that way in all of his relationships. And he's a Virgo, and we kind of known for that. But that's not here nor there. (laughs) Right? So I think in their minds, it's like, yo, you the reason we in this situation in the first place, and you got a podcast that's popping, you getting paid, and you just said you're not rapping no more. So how would Joe think? Let's put it out. I think that's how they felt. That's the way I was looking at it. Does that change your perspective? A little bit, because then it's like, F you. Mm-hmm. Now I'm trying to send a message to you. So then it would make sense that they would do what they're doing, because it's like, I'm trying to send a message to you. 
And I know it's going to be talked about in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. They was going to pop way more going about it this route probably than going about it just the stand-up route. Yeah, because then people are like, who wants to hear from them? But if you have beef, of course, you're going to cause more conversation and stir. Yep. I get it. So you you don't think those two gave the heads up to Joe Budden and them? No. At all? No. Now, when I watched um, Joe and Royce react to it, I, I believe they genuinely didn't know. They had no idea. Oh. They both appeared to be very hurt and taken aback by it. And I get it. I um, think, yeah, I think that's what would bother me. Like, I think if, if somebody would offer me, like, $100 million, like, hey, Romeo, <laughs> you have your own podcast you can do on your own. You just got to leave in the moment. Mm-hmm. Right? I'll give you guys a heads up. Like, hey, they're offering me this money. And then, like, if y'all wouldn't hit me up at all, then I'll be like, all right, fuck them. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not answering. I'm going to go do the shit because somebody else is offering it, right? But if I, I'll, I'll still be, you guys are my friends at the end of the day, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're in this group together, so I, I will give you the heads up. Yeah. So you either tell me, like, hey, we're in this together, stay with us, and we're going to keep growing and grinding, and we can match what they're giving you eventually, or you're going to, like, just ignore me, and I'll be like, all right, fuck them. I'm going to go do my own thing. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. But out of respect, I will let you guys know, hey, somebody else is in my DMs you right now. You should do that. Yeah. But again, you can't. The deal says you can't You can't say do anything. That. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Oh, okay. That's what makes it interesting. Because mm. of course you should do that. That's easy. You should mm. go to the person and say, yo, they just threw a bag at me. You want to rap or not? Because if you say no, I'm going to rap. Nah, that's fucked up then. But you can't do that. Yeah. That's what the deal is. It, it appears that that's what the deal was. Right. And that's what makes it interesting. It's shady if you have a relationship with other people. If you don't have a relationship with other people and y'all are just on some fuck you anyways, yeah. then it's not shady. Because they, it's like, what do I owe you? We're no longer cool. They definitely had a relationship, and that's why I can see why people are taking both sides of this. And I hate to say this, but this is one of those situations for me where I can genuinely see both sides of it. I really can. At first, I was on the side of Joe and Royce before I really thought it through because bottom line for me is loyalty. I'm always about loyalty, period. That's just me. But at the same time, there have been a lot of times in my life where I was loyal to a fault. And I was putting someone else's needs before my own, and it ended up biting me in the ass in the end. And I can understand how you would want to get ahead of that if you're Joel or King Crooked. And I don't know all of the details, but looking at it from the outside in, they weren't day ones, per se. They didn't grow up together. They didn't go through the mud together. They just came together at certain points in their careers, created a group. It popped. Now you got one dude in the group causing a lot of controversy and issues for the group. And then he goes on to be super successful at something else. And if I'm asking you for 10 years, let's figure this out. And you can't. And then you get to the point where something else starts popping for you so much that you claim you have retired. Yeah, I might go sign that deal. I'm not going to lie. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. At this point in my life. Younger me? Nah, I'm staying loyal to the end. But for what? What you going to end up getting out of that? Because Joe going to keep popping. And unfortunately, I don't know if anyone in that group individually is as strong as the group together. If you could go and get it popping on your own, then go do it on your own. But I think the sum of the group is more than the parts. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I look at it like, if this podcast was popping for 10 years and I'm paying y'all what I think y'all deserve to be on the podcast, because this is somewhat what Joe went through before that, and y'all are saying to me, y'all feel like we deserve more. And I keep saying it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And then somebody come and throw y'all a crazy deal, 
And y'all done asked me a million times? And y'all felt like, for this, we got to go do it on our own? I couldn't be mad. Ten years? Of course you're going to feel the way, right? Like, you're going to be hurt. Like, Mm -hmm. damn, they did me like that. But you got to step outside of yourself sometime and truly put yourself in someone else's shoes. And if I'm Joe, yeah, I'm hurt. At the same time, I'm like, yo, they needed that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it took me back to a point in my life when I remember when I first started my comedy career. And I don't know if I ever talked about this. I might have. But long story less long, when I very first started comedy, they put me with this comedy team. That was already a team for mad long. But they only was getting like 20 people in this building. When I came and I started doing different jokes every week, eventually... Hundreds of people in this building, right? I talked about this, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know the whole time for months they was passing around a bucket, getting money from the audience that I'm bringing in, and they ain't telling me there was no bucket. So by the time I found out, I was thousands of dollars that I wasn't getting, and they knew what they were doing. I was tight. I wanted to go crazy on everybody that was involved. My grandmother told me, they need that. You're going to throw away your career and your future. You're going somewhere. They're not. Let them have that. I said, Grandma, but it's thousands of dollars. She said, it's going to be chump change for you in two years. Mm. I thought my grandmother was out of her mind. Mm. I was pissed. I'm like, Grandma, nah. Now I'm going to beat his ass. And then what, go to jail? Catch an assault charge? But just give yourself a record? Then what? And she was giving me game, and I was sitting there taking it. Like, but I don't, but I don't want to fight. <laughs> but, you know, but it was game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she was right. You got to see the bigger picture. You got to see the bigger picture. They needed that. You don't need that. Fast forward about four or five years. She nailed it. She's absolutely right. They're still performing at that same place. And there's 20 people there again. But I'm not saying that to stunt. I'm saying that sometime you got to step outside yourself and realize that, yeah, it may hurt in a moment when it feels like somebody's taking something from you. But in reality, they're not taking nothing at all. There's a reason you're on that path. So let them have it. Your picture is bigger. Who's next? All right, new segment called Mo Ain't Shit. And now it's time for Mo Ain't Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks. Is every every once in a while somebody say some somebody be like, "Yo, you ain't shit, man," and they'd be like, "You should talk about yourself on your podcast." <laughs> so I said, "Okay, we can do that." I'm self deprecating. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, let's do it. And I wonder if this makes me a person who ain't shit. Oh, uh, in my life, right? Speaking of Joe Budden, I got mad at this woman the other day, and it reminded me. Of the same reason I got mad at people for a lot in my life. And maybe I ain't shit for this. Or maybe I'm right. Y'all tell me. Y'all know the Drake line when he says something to the extent of, she told me I'd never be as big as Trey Song's boy. Was, was she, she wrong? wrong? Yeah. That was just negative energy for, <laughs> for me, me to, to feed, feed on. on. Right. I've always been that person. Right? Like we were talking earlier about somebody who called Jaden Moe and they was like, nah, all men need their ego stroked and da da da. And I was like, that's not true. Some of us don't need that. I actually want the opposite. I've always found it better if you doubt me. Don't, I don't need the love. I don't need the therapy. I love me. Nah, tell me I'm trash. Tell me I'm not going to be something. Like, I feed off that. That's energy for me. Mm-hmm. I, I was never more motivated in my life the day I told some complete stranger in a bar once that, yo, I'm a comedian. And the reason I said that was because she asked me what I did for a living, and I told her, y'all work in the mailroom, because I did at that time. But then my homeboy was like, you don't work in the mailroom, you a comedian. Stop right. saying that shit. And I said, cool, and I told her, I, I'm a comedian. And she was like, what are you, Kevin Hart? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I got a slung a dog. 
I should have told her that. If I saw my future, that's exactly I would have pulled it out. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> that's how he slapped her. Yeah, you know I'm But it pissed me off just enough to feel like, okay, watch what I do now. Now I'm gonna be funnier than Kevin Hart, and you're gonna have to eat those words. I've always been that way in any situation, right? Like kind of the Michael Jordan effect. I take everything personally and I utilize it as fuel to get to where I'm going. And the other day, I got mad because we was talking about Bel Air, the new series. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's really good. Plus, they're, they threw me an endorsement. But I'm not saying it for that reason. It it's is really Peacock, good. Right? It's on Peacock. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to Bel Air. They sent me some things. Sent me a hoodie, a hat, a couple things or whatever. Then I heard Joe Budden's podcast. They sent him some sneakers. They sent this man a whole basketball court or something, right? I felt the way. I was like, yo, hold up. Yo, they sent me a hoodie. They sent this man some kicks and a whole basketball uniform. Yo. So I'm joking, right? But I but I jokingly say to her, like, yo, nah, nah. Who I gotta talk to, yo? Yo, they disrespected me. And she was like, relax, he's Joe Button. <laughs> Pump, pump, pump. What? Yeah. I'm about to pump this bitch up, pump I promise right you. Yo. Yo, I was furious, son. Yo, I felt so. Yo, I almost swung on her. It was the first time in my life I almost swung on her. Yeah. Yo. Yo. I looked at her and I said, Ann? And she was like, oh, you serious? Yo, I'm dead fucking serious. Like, what do you mean, Ann? And I'm Mo Mitch. What is you saying? You know what I'm saying? And she was like, nah, I'm just saying. I'm like, nah, 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 ain't no nah, I'm just saying. I walked away. I deleted her number. I would never talk to her again. <laughs> Bye. That's it. That's it for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, what Turn Beyonce that. said? Let's go, let's go, little schlonger dog. She don't want no more. <laughs> It's time to go. <laughs> you know I hate sleeping alone. I just said I I'm not feeling. You know what I mean? I'm not feeling it. So she, like, you really feel a way about that? I said, hell yeah. Anytime in my life somebody tried to play me like that with, oh he's so and so, and oh he's, so, I never cared. I was never that guy. I don't care what you've accomplished. I don't care how many followers you have. I don't care how much money you have. And I hate the fact that it seems like only in our culture we measure success by the biggest dude in whatever we're doing, right? Like, I remember somebody telling me one day, well, do you feel like you're a successful comedian? And I'm like, I don't know. People measure success differently. And then she literally said, well, you know Kevin Hart. And I'm like, who is? Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart, right? Does that mean that no one else in comedy is successful? What do you measure success by? But we do that, right? right? Like, even if you in the NBA, like, you ain't LeBron. It's mad people in the NBA that still make $40 million a year. It's not just LeBron. It's, they're not successful because they're not LeBron. So most people may be like, yeah, but that ain't that big of a deal. But again, I'm the same guy who was sitting at a table one day, and this woman was sitting right next to her boyfriend and was talking about what she would do if Trey Songz was in the room. And I was looking at him crazy. Because I'm like, you really just be sitting there while your woman be, like, talking about what she would do to Trey Songs? And he was like, yeah, you know, he a celebrity. No. And? 
Like, what you think? <laughs> yo, yo. Oh, you don't know the stories about Trey, huh? Because you think that's going to stop him? <laughs> yo, you know what I'm saying? So I've always seen it like that. And maybe it's me, but I never cared about that, fam. I'm not, like, you're not going to make me ever feel less about myself. I don't care if I had three followers. I felt like I was the best comedian in the world when I had 10 followers. I don't feel no different today. I'm never going to feel different. Am I wrong for that? Am I not shit for that? Or is she not shit for that? Let's talk about it. She ain't shit for that. Yeah. Because like you, I feed off of that energy. Tell mm-hmm. me what I can't do, and I'm going to prove you wrong. That's what I need. That, tell me, yep. and I'll make it happen. Yep. And then laugh in your face and be like, aha, what now, bitch? Facts. Romeo, what's up? I'm shit or I ain't? Nah, I think that person was wrong. Because I think, I think people nowadays, because of social media, they measure, like, if you're not number one, then you're not shit. Right. Right? But it's just like, no, it just, like, I think that I can be as funny as anybody else can be. And the thing is, is, like, no one became number one overnight. No one just, nobody boom, became the best overnight. Kevin Hart sold sneakers once. Like, it's, you have to build your success. It takes time, and you have to find people to believe in you. Facts. Like, that's what it is. All right, so the moral of the story is, I guess at least now, I'm shit. You're the yeah, shit. Because that's the opposite of when you ain't shit, right? You're the shit. You're I'm the shit. shit. You're the shit. All right, cool. And never let nobody make you feel like you are less than or you can't follow your dreams and be exactly what anybody else is or where they are because they don't believe in themselves. Exactly. Romeo, what, what's that? What, what is you, it, though? Say it. You're the shit with the dong. All right, moving on. <laughs> Who's next? All right, real quick, in the moment, sports. It's time for sports on In the Moment. Romeo, who is Steph Curry? Steph Curry is the guy that takes shots from the middle court and dunks <laughs> them every single time because it's Steph Curry. We'll take it. <laughs> All right. yeah, I don't know where the middle court is. I think he meant half court. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, I know. I got middle you. Middle half. Yeah. And he don't really Same be dunking word. on people. He could dunk. Nah, but nah. That's not, he's yeah, like yeah. 5'8", right? Not, uh, he's a little taller than that. Yeah, he's think he about my height. It's just that he always be around really, really, really tall guys. So he just looks short. But, <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, he look pretty average. Not, <laughs> yo, yo, the same thing you said about Nelly. Listen. <laughs> I'm 5'6". I can call a guy short, okay? Well, we don't stay on sports long, but um, Steph Curry, I thought this was fly. Somebody brought up the other day, they was like, yo, if you don't know who Steph Curry is, he's in the NBA. He's one of the greatest NBA players ever. He's my favorite player. The man can shoot from anywhere. He got rings. He's killing it. He's the man. Look at Steph Curry's scouting report if you ever doubted yourself and thought that you couldn't be more than what people ever said you could be. It's crazy. If you look at Steph Curry's scouting report when he came into the league, they said he was too small. Mm -hmm. He was too skinny. He's going to hurt himself a lot. He can't play defense. He can't make it in the league. He needs help shooting. Like, yo, they trashed him on his scouting report. It's the same as Tom Brady's. Yeah. Right? Because Tom Brady was like a skinny, skinny motherfucker who, like, they were like, skinny guy. He can't run, nothing, nothing. Not athletic at all. Biggest quarterback ever in the world. Ever. So, yo, that's fire. See? I knew he was going to kill this sports shit at some point. My man. Thank you. I'm proud of you. (laughs) That's just a little quick sports for anybody out there that's trying to accomplish something. Don't let nobody tell you you can't. Who's next? Question of the week. I thought about this real quick, too. I'm on a roll right now. Spirit guides. We talked about spirit guides this week. You know what nobody ever really thinks about? What? Do you really want to be a spirit guide when you die? No. No. Okay, so we, <laughs> it's not just me. Right? Because like they like, yo, you got spirit guides. Like, can you imagine dying? And you get to heaven, finally, you about to party, and God be like, yo, I got a job for you. What? Yo, fam, 
Yo, uh, and yo. it's unpaid because we're you because you don't need money in heaven. So I'm working for free. <laughs> yo, I thought dying was a permanent vacation. Like you really about to try to put me to work, my dude? Like what if? Like yo, are you kidding me? What if the, like your granddaughter needs you? That's what you got to ask yourself. So when God says to you, Romeo, I know you worked your whole life, you finally died, and you want to jail, but you need to follow your granddaughter around and make sure she don't hurt herself from all of the dumb shit she about to do for the next 25, 30 years. What you gonna say? I'm gonna say, God damn, God. Oh, you going straight to hell. <laughs> yo, that floor going to open up so fast. <laughs> so you're going to say no. That's your answer. No, 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 no. No, I would like to be a guide. You want to be a spirit guide? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. You going to follow around like your, your kids and all that? Yes, because I think I have a spirit guide in me that has helped me out so much. You know the mic holds itself, right? You don't yeah, have to hold this, it. This no, I know, I know. That's why this it has part. a mic like holder. Grab why you like part. grabbing mics? <laughs> Come here. <laughs> you can tell us. It's a safe space. What's up? You, you, be, yo, you be gripping the mic and putting it like, like practically in your mouth. Katie, you going to be a spirit guide? Two days a week. <laughs> <laughs> you going to try to negotiate with God? Yes. Uh, all right. I'm not mad at that. That's fire. All right. Say less. Who's next? All right. Let's do notes. Here's what I'm thinking. Oh. We do five notes. Who's going to do it, though? Who's going to look in their phone and just go scroll up and down and randomly select five notes? I think Romeo deserves it this time. We can try to do this in somewhat of a um, quick fire fashion so we don't be here forever. But I think every week we should start to knock some of these notes out. So let's get to it. Oh, real quick. If you somehow missed it, what the notes are, pretty much every time either of the three of us are out together, Drinking, we just write notes in the in the moment podcast note section. Or if we're out in other situations and we have something that we think is funny, we write it down. We have no idea what's going to come up. We have not talked about it before. We're just going to select five random notes and we're going to go. Romeo, hit us. Scroll and pick. The first one I got is episode you scared to put out though is about your. (laughs) But go ahead. (laughs) Wait, what? I didn't hear it, so it feels like you guys are laughing at me. Because we are. Okay. Don't worry about it. Go ahead, King. Now, what'd you say? <laughs> I said, the episode you won't let us put out is about turning But go ahead. Yeah, no. I mean, you guys keep sending your crazy. You, you gonna fold for one of them. One of them will come out. Someone from BBA. Yeah. Yeah. Name your price. Yeah, somebody gonna throw him a number Facts. that he never seen. Yeah, go ahead. All right, the first one I got is kumquats. Okay, definitely didn't come from me. <laughs> so uh, that's the first one that popped up. That didn't, that didn't come from me. It's spelled with a. It's in the notes. Yeah, I don't remember kumquats. It's K U M. Oh, I know what it is. I bet you do. <laughs> we don't. It wasn't us. <laughs> it was. Do you guys remember the one hundredth episode? Mm-hmm. And how like the one of the drinks had these like little cherries. Weird oh, little fruits yeah. on top, and we like couldn't figure out what the fuck it was, and we all ate them, and they were like sourish or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns out they, they were kumquats. kumquats. <laughs> Yo, you was putting kumquats in your mouth. No, you was putting. I know, but shut up, though. You was there too, though. Yeah, no. Yo, you had two in your mouth at the same time. You sick. <laughs> all right, what's next? Oh, I got a good one. 
All right, I just saw my name. Is that Romeo stopped working out with most of them? He can't read. You know he can't read. Bob. Why no, did you, you choose him, I get, No, I guess you're nervous. That's the only thing. Yeah, okay, it gotta... says Romeo stopped working out when he saw Mo going hard at it at the bench press. <laughs> That's why you've never been back to the gym? <laughs> my God. I saw you lifting 245. That's easy, too. <laughs> That's light. <laughs> Yo, that's I why he didn't come back. Stretching? Get the fuck. <laughs> I was warming up with 245. He came back and nah. like, yo, Katie, Mo was in there killing. Yo. I can't go back. <laughs> I've been asking this man why he ain't been in the gym ever since that day. You ain't been back because I was warming up on a bench? Dude, you were lifting 245s, bro. What's up? No. I can get you there. No. <laughs> no. Yo, My God. You was doing like light work. You were... <sighs> Yeah, it's like 245 is light. I was like, yo, I was going in there that day. Like, we, we walked into the gym. And I was like, all right, I'm going to work out with Mo. Cool, it is what it is. And then I saw you lifting, and I was like, nah, I'm at the leg day. <laughs> I was, yo. Yo, I walked in the gym, Romeo stretched for 35 minutes. I was like, is he going to lift a weight? Or what the fuck is going on? He said, wait, I got to figure out what I'm going to rearrange here because Mo. No, literally. <laughs> that's, that's why he, that's the same reason you don't wear sweatpants no more? Yo. I know <laughs> <laughs> what. No. Bust a McThunder stick. <laughs> Fire hole. Stop hitting the mic. Who the fuck is it? Right. Yo, come on. Come back to the gym, man. Nah, I can't. Bro, I train bro. with you. I get you. I get you right. That ass. Bro, right. I, bro, I had to start somewhere. Just like what Katie said about everybody who's great in life. I had to start somewhere. I wasn't always putting 300 up. Like, you start it somewhere. Was, it was just crazy, bro. I was like, dude, you was lifting like you was Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Arnold who? <laughs> Who? Katie, who? Because I don't know if he canceled it back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't nah, know if it was racist or not. I, Judges? I don't. <laughs> you two can vote tonight <laughs> on In the Moment. Men, man, yo, why we don't ever just compliment each other and say, I see you, King? Like, let me come, y'all, man, get work with you. That's all you had to say. We get it together. Nah, I'd have took the 45s off you, left the 5s on, and then pushed you through it. All right, nah, I'm dead ass. I got you. Come all back right. to the gym, man. I felt intimidated, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm I, not your enemy, man. <laughs> we on the same team. I got you. It, it felt like it that day. I was just like, no, you were lifting them so easily, bro. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> why are you even in here? Cause I, well, you think I should just stop? <laughs> what am I working for at this point? And then you were like, all right, I'm going to see you, my dude. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. <sighs> all right, go back to the gym, man. What else you got? The black people have a toxic relationship. Kevin Hart, three strikes. <laughs> all right. Katie don't know what that is. I remember. <laughs> all right, that's... <laughs> That's from, uh, there was a time we were all in the car, and we were driving. Oh, yeah. the reality show. The, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. And I remember, I think I was somewhat making fun of the fact that um, Kevin Hart's wife said, don't quote me, but I believe she said, yeah, he messed up once, he has two more chances, after the cheating scandal. Yeah. in his documentary thing. In that- the documentary. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, to know you got three chances? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's wild. I never heard of that. And in that moment, it kind of hit me that, Katie and I were both going through what I guess people would view as 
toxic relationships. And that and in that moment, <laughs> no pun, I realized that, yo, of everybody on the bird show, why well, gotta be the two black people <laughs> in toxic relationships? <laughs> yo, we making us look bad. Yo, everybody else is mad happy. And healthy. You know, beautiful <laughs> marriages. They got houses in Sawani. You know what I'm saying? It's just flourishing. Yo, Bert's getting married in a place I've never heard of. <laughs> Yo, Kristen and Bart got the greatest marriage of all time. Davi loves her man more than anything. Tommy and his queen, forget about it. Bro. Like, he, he picked Katie. her in a yearbook. You Tommy feel me? picked his woman out of a yearbook Yo. and said, I'm going to marry her. <laughs> Look at me and Katie representing for the culture. <laughs> I know they like, damn, all black people behave this way. <laughs> Hell, even Kaylee is married. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what you say? Yeah, you apologize every week. And she's still there. <laughs> hey, I fucked up. Like, you're inside. It's I okay, gotta, baby. It's I gotta, okay. Another apology story. That's my man. I'm a stick beside I'm him. I'm a stick beside him. Still way healthier than that. Yo, we got to do better, Katie. Yo, that's on us. My bad. Apologies right. to the culture. How many is that? That's three or four? That was, was three. three. All right, two more. Let's get it. All right. First time, ooh, you want to get serious? What? Uh, that's what you pick. That's what you pick. That's the way this game goes. Yeah. Let's do it. The first time you ever got pulled over by the cops. Oh. Oh, shit. That was in there? Who, okay, whose is that? I put it in there. Okay. Because Romeo and I, we were having a conversation. Do you remember how this conversation started, though? Mm. It was just in the studio. I can't remember how it was, but we were sparking it up, and we were talking about being pulled over by cops. And I told him the first time that I was pulled over by a cop as a black woman I was so fucking nervous. Mm-hmm. And I was in a town that is predominantly, like, white, and it's it's known to be a racist town. Outside of the college, it was where I went to college. But outside of my college bubble, that area was known to be a racist area. Mm-hmm. So when I got pulled over heading home, I was so nervous. I was like, oh, my gosh. And so the cop, he comes out, and I'm in college. It's like my sophomore year in college. And I just remember... He asked to see my license, and I'm just shaking. Mm-hmm. I'm shaking to give him my license because I'm so nervous because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's because I was speeding. I was like over five five miles over the speed limit. Mm-hmm. Which normally they don't even bother you for. They don't. But I was scared for my life. Yeah. And I will never forget how terrified I was. And I thought it would have been different had I been maybe white. Maybe mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been as scared. But I was terrified because I was like, I'm a black woman who just got pulled over for speeding in a well-known racist town. Whatever happens, whatever he says basically goes. And I don't know how to act. And I just remember having that feeling. And I thought, we're all minorities, right? So what was it like the first time we got pulled over by cops? What was that feeling for us? Mm, okay. Um, Romeo, you want to go? Let me take it. I, no, I, I don't think I could ever relate to your experience. If I'm being honest, because I think the first time I got pulled over, I was so terrified. Like, I remember thinking, I am a person of color, right? I can get shot right now, and it will be okay. Like, this man will get away with it. We've seen it over and over and over a million times, and it's going to happen. And it, ha- and it keeps happening, and it's fine, right? Same thing with you. I got pulled over for speeding. I was probably going, like, five miles over the, the limit, Cause I remember looking at the speed ticket and even the guy was just like, dude, I can let you go, but I have to write this ticket. 
And I was like, well, why the fuck are you telling me that? If you can let me go, just let me go. See, at least you got that. My cop gave me attitude. Right. So it's like in my head, I was just thinking, I feel so terrified right now. Right. Because I remember feeling scared, bro. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time ever in my life where I was just like, I remember growing up in elementary school and people telling me the cops and firemen were heroes. Right. Superheroes weren't real, but they were heroes. And those are your cops and your firemen. Right. Those are your heroes. And then I get pulled over by a hero and I didn't feel I never felt safe the entire time that I was pulled over. Never felt safe at all. Right. And then I just remember thinking I walked away from that. I got my ticket. I was just like, look, officer, like, yeah, I know I was speeding. I was speeding. I'm sorry. I was like, you know, very like nice about it, whatever. Like I, I took accountability for it because I was going to fight him over it. Like I knew better not to fight him over it. And I was like, here's my license. Here's my like registration and all that stuff. And I walked away. And uh, when I when I drove away, all I kept thinking was I can never imagine being black. And I remember calling my girlfriend and just telling her, I don't think I could live in a world where I felt like just because I was black. And I get pulled over for the dumbest fucking thing in the world. And now I can get shot up. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can I can get shot. Like, we've seen it before. We've seen it in the news. You get a knee on your neck for having a fake check or whatever. Right? Allegedly. And you lose your life for the dumbest reasons. Yet there are school shooters who get handcuffed and taken into custody safely. And they get meals at the end of the day. And I'm right here in this situation where I feel afraid that I will never be able to call my mom again and tell her I'm okay, right? And I just kept thinking, I'm just, in a weird way, like, I'm glad that I'm brown because I can get away with it. And I just felt so bad at the same time where I was just like, fuck. Yeah. It just sucks at the fact that, like, you get told as a young kid, cops are your heroes, firemen are your heroes. And then when you get pulled over by one of them, you don't feel like you're safe. You don't feel like you're with a hero. You almost, like, you are immediately are in a defense mode where you feel mm-hmm. like, here's my stuff, here's my things. And I just, I feel so flustered. And I felt like I just, it was the most terrifying thing in the world. And I, I've only been pulled over one time in my life. And that one time was enough for me to be like, I never want to be in that in that moment again. All right, uh, for me, I'm not going to stay here long. I'm going to try to be as quick as possible because I don't, I don't want to stay here long. But I'm going to be fully transparent because the moment calls for it. To my non-black listeners, this is not complaining. This is not reaching out for empathy or sympathy. This is just real. I didn't know the difference in getting pulled over and being black and white truly until I got to the Burt Show. And I started to listen to Burt explain to me what it's like to get pulled over as a white man. And your fear is a ticket. A ticket is a win. That's it? Cool. That's when it hit me. Oh, this is different. And to be completely transparent, today on the show when Bert extended his truth of, yeah, if the country was at war, grab a gun, I'd fight for this country. I was quiet. I spoke my piece a little bit, but I allowed Kristen to speak a little more of it because she's, she has way more tact than me. I didn't know exactly what to say in that moment because... To be completely honest, what I wanted to say, it just wasn't going to come from a place where I wanted it to come from. But in reality, the day I would be truly willing to die for my country 
is the day Colin Kaepernick plays football again in the NFL. Because what Colin Kaepernick was fighting for, it still pains me to know so many people didn't get it. And this is what we're talking about. The first time I got pulled over, I got pulled out the car, slammed against the, the car, and told that I was a suspect because they were looking for a black guy in a white T-shirt. I'm not being funny when I say this is literally when the Franchise Boy song White Tee was out. Every black kid had on a white T-shirt. That's it? They practically roughed me up, took me to jail, and told me they found a baseball bat in the car. And that was the reason. Bro, we were literally playing baseball. I never forgot that. Then I got pulled over another time. I was in my dad's BMW. He told me he pulled me over because I... I did a stop and roll through a stop sign. I didn't do a stop and roll. I stopped. But I was young, and I was in a white neighborhood, and I was in a BMW. That's why he pulled me over. thought the car was stolen, but you can't say that. Cool. You hear a lot of people say, well, just follow the rules. Just give in. You'll be fine. I can tell you've never been in these situations because it's not always the case. There are times when you can do absolutely everything they ask you to do, 100%. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. They have an agenda when they show up. And in this country, unfortunately, if we're going to be real, if you're a person of color, you're guilty until proven innocent. It's the way it goes. Can't tell you how many times I've stepped in an elevator, saw women hold their purse a little tighter. How many times I've crossed the street, heard the car door lock. How many times I was walking down the block, saw somebody cross the street. It's no coincidence. If you're black, you feel that every day. When I would get pulled over, It was always an attitude before I can even tell you what was going on in my life. And I realized how different it was the moment my dad became a police officer because I had his card. And every time I got pulled over when my dad was in the force and I pull his card out, hand it to the officer, whole different swag, whole different ballgame. Oh, you Gatlin, son? Then it was cool. You see their whole demeanor switch up. Now you're nice. Now you're giving me an opportunity to present myself in a whole different manner that you would not have given me an opportunity to do if my dad wasn't a police officer. And if you're black, that's the way it goes. If you're not a celebrity, if you don't have money, if you, are not, you don't have a PBA card, you don't have someone in the force, you are guilty the moment they pull you over. And they are looking for a reason. And what I've learned in talking to my dad, a lot of time, what we don't truly talk about, that comes from fear. They're afraid of us. I remember my dad told me he was in training once, and he asked all of the officers, raise your hand. I think it was 100 officers, the police academy. Raise your hand if you've ever been in a fist fight. Three people raised their hand. There are men who become police officers. They ain't never been in no form of combat at all. They pull over a black guy. They're terrified. So their first instinct is to shoot or to do something to get the advantage. No, it doesn't happen every time. No, it's not every officer. But being a police officer is similar to what I believe it was Chris Rock said. It's one of those jobs where everybody has to be good. Can't have one bad pilot. Just can't. Can't talk about all of the other amazing pilots. If one pilot is bad, a hundred and some people are going to die. It's the same thing with one bad police officer. And the percentage of those hundred some people that are going to die, y'all know what time it is. <laughs> it's going to be us. So I just want to say, I'm not going to dwell on this because we talk about it a lot. But at the end of the day, just know if when you get pulled over, 
You have never genuinely feared for your life because I truly remember when I got pulled over before my dad was a police officer and before I was mowing the bird show and all this other shit, my first thought genuinely, because y'all know I don't fear nothing. Fear is not in me. My first thought, no lie, was my mom. So I thought I might not see her again. And if you never got pulled over and thought about your kids or your mom or your grandmother or whomever you love, then you have no idea what it's like to be black. Next note. That's my job. Yeah, that was you. Scroll, 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 sorry, scroll, scroll, scroll. I fell. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> You love the balance? <laughs> oh, shit. I, I, I should be able to fucking work a balance beam at this point. <laughs> you know, when the Olympics is back. <laughs> Gold medal, baby. Yo, fam. <laughs> Yo, I'm trying to be the most decorated black balance beamer. I'm a triple B out this bitch. All right, come on, Romeo. All right, next note we got is... Has a man ever peed himself from laughing too hard, or is it just a woman thing? Hello. Okay. So. Hi. How are you? Well, hi there. Hey. Oh, so I needed to know, right? Mm -hmm. So heard about women talking about this. Where we, when we, you know, we laugh a little too hard, we might pee on ourselves just a little bit. Right. Mm -hmm. Not too much. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so then it made me question, has a man ever laughed so much that he's tinkled on himself? Yes. Oh, Oh, you have? It's a thing. No, I've never done it. Oh. Oh. Why would you think it's me? Oh, because you said yes. So no, like, no, I, I I've only seen it once. To be, I mean, I've been in environments where I've had people laughing a little bit, and and it's happened. It's mostly women, but one time it was a guy. He didn't tinkle himself. He just said he he peed on his leg a little bit. Because <laughs> I I think as a guy, you're not gonna just fire hose down your leg like Romeo would, but you might. You know what I mean, you might drip drip, and then you catch yourself. He okay. was, but he was drunk. Like we was super drunk. I was going crazy, whatever I was talking about. And he was like on the floor holding his stomach. And he was like, yo, I think I pissed my leg. I pissed on my leg a little bit. <laughs> and jokingly. So I, I guess it can happen to a man too. Okay. I just wondered. So I think it's very rare though. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like more women pee on themselves from laughing than men. Yeah. We have a, our bladders are a lot stronger than women's. Okay. I think women have yeah. weaker bladders. I don't yes. think y'all can hold it like we can. Okay. Same. Yeah. Then so, that would make sense. Yeah, okay. it was just him. I think I don't think men do that. I think that was a him thing. Something was wrong with him. Okay. On while we're here though, Katie, I want you to know that I have a theory. Um, first of all, men are disgusting because I am the only man I know that washes my hands twice when I go to the bathroom. Think about it. When you come in, when you yes. go out, yes. Oh. Because you've been touching stuff. Mm-hmm. You're right touch, and then you just you know what I mean. Then you gotta touch, to touch you exactly. Okay. And most men don't wash their hands before they touch it. You see know what I'm saying? They only do it after. Mm-hmm. And then the second theory is I've noticed that when men use the bathroom, they go in there, boop, boop, and they're gone. Which tells me that they're not shaking, shaking. You're not really shaking. And if you're not really shaking, mm-hmm. you got mad piss running down your leg. Mm-hmm. True or false, Romeo? Mm-hmm. That's true. So ninety percent of the men that you be running around here thinking is handsome got piss on their legs. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know that. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. I'm, I'm disgusted. Stop shaking and looking at me. Yeah, you can, don't. Yo, don't look. Don't look <laughs> me in my eyes when you shake, Pam. Don't do that. Don't do that. The way. Why are you shaking like this? You, 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 now, yeah, it, the piss is getting on your mouth now. Because you long <laughs> <it off. laughs> Why are you shaking? That's not how you shake. That's not how you shake. But most men don't be shaking like that. They boop 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 and they go. They be on the move. That's a jerk that you just did to that. Mic. That's disgusting. That's what you did to that. It's oh, what he does to that mic the entire time is is actually sexual assault. But that's another thing. <laughs> um. Yeah. So men run around with piss on their leg and their hands and their hands stink. 
Okay, that's disgusting. All right, moving on. <laughs> Who's next? It's time for B&B on In the Moment. Romeo, take it away. All right, so for the B&B segment of this podcast, I thought we could play a quick little Would You Rather. Let's do it. Right, so I found a website. It's supposed to be like a little bit of an adult version of Would You Rather. Yep. So I have a couple questions. Let me be clear. Mm-hmm. I have not read them. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, so, we free bowling. So we, we're we going to, hopefully they're good. Whatever happens, happens. Let's get it. All right. So the first question we got is, would you rather have uncontrollable gas for an entire month or wet yourself at work? Wet myself at work. Easily. That one time. That one time. Well, I'm not dealing with uncontrollable gas for a month. You know how many awkward situations you're going to find yourself in where you got to fart, fam? You know what I'm saying? For a month, that's why I'm waiting myself at work. Plus, but then, but then you're the guy that pee themselves at work for the like for the rest of your career. Fam, it's the bird show. It won't be the weirdest thing that has ever happened. <laughs> that's a fact. How you know many how many times are you peeing yourself? Once, right? Yeah, it's just wet yourself at work. Yeah, I wet myself at work. That's the, I think that's kind of easy for us because we work in radio. It would just turn into a funny it, it, ass segment, uh, and then it would be done. Uh, you know I can saying? say, "Oh my gosh, I laughed so hard I peed on myself." Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's very true. That's very true. All right, next one. I'm gonna change it up because this is five. 5,000 here, but I think we can we can make it a little interesting. Okay. It says, would you rather make out with your celebrity crush or get $50,000? It's just making out? It's not what? No, um, just making out. 50 Gs. Yeah. For real? Just give me the money. 100%. Just to kiss a crush? Yeah, Ugh. please. Yeah. Oh, you get a little booty grab. 50 Gs. No, money. Oh, okay. Okay. What are you doing? We already know about how you're looking at us that we taking 50 Gs. Nah, I get the 50. You know I'm about to You are money. not taking 50 you, Gs I'm, over I'm, kissing Selena in the mouth, bro. You are I'm, not. I'm I don't about believe the money. I'm about With the, the booty money. grab. With the booty? I am about. You're not going to. Yeah, I'll grab. Okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Would you rather sleep with your partner's sibling or your best friend's sibling? Best friend's sibling. Because it's not someone I'm dating. I'm not cheating on them. You're still cheating on them. No, my best friend's sibling. I'm not dating my best friend. It's just my Katie, best friend who if, I end up dating their sibling. Like, Katie, if, you, if you have a partner and then while you're with you, because he just said you have a partner. No, he said either your no, partner's you, sibling or your best friend's sibling. Which Nowhere means, does it say from you that have a question, partner that means there. you have a partner. Yeah, at that moment, you have a partner. You have a partner. On that, both sides? What do you mean? Wait, what? Is that, like, I'm saying both scenarios. I have a partner. Yeah. You have a partner because it's an option. So that means you have a partner and you have a best friend. So whose sibling you want to sleep with? So if you sleep with your best friend's sibling, you're still cheating on your partner. So who's worth the cheat? Best friend's sibling. Because the partner's sibling, I feel, is even worse. Mm. That's fair. Um, I'm going to go partner sibling. Because I feel like there's a chance that I'll break up with my partner. And then that will have been just my past of being a disgusting individual. But my best friend is my best friend for life. Oh. Yeah, so I'm going to go partner. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, that's, a, that's yeah. good reasoning right there. Yeah. That's how I see it. I'm not changing my best friend. That's my dude forever. I'm never sleeping with his sibling. Katie's just a nasty ass friend. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right. Next one I have is Would you rather have an orgy with complete strangers or have a sex with all your exes? Wow, that's a good one. Um, Sex I'm, with my exes? What do you mean? I'm going to oh, go. Oh, oh. You could be strangers. I'm going to go my exes. I did all right in life. I don't know what them strangers look like. <laughs> gotta show them the schlongadong. Yo, what's <laughs> up with you? Why you always gotta find your way back to my, my penis? 
Because I got my 100 followers, Every baby. time I try to leave, Yo. someone keeps pulling me back. All right, back. All right one more, man. So <laughs> we can go. If your dick gets me 100 followers, we're going to bring it back. Yo. Yo. All right. What? Moving on. And that was big. You want me to one more or are we done? <laughs> now nah, I got one other one. All right. Would you rather have pubic hair grow five times as fast or have a micro penis? Um, I'm a woman. Would you rather have I don't know yeah, pubic hair all day for me? That's easy. Yeah, yeah. But five times a day, you gotta keep shaving that every single oh, day. Oh, you said five times a. Yeah. I thought you said grow five times as fast. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Grow five times as fast. How fast do you grow? I mean, if it grow five times as fast, you gotta think to yourself, you're probably gonna end up having to shave maybe two or three times a week mm-hmm. if you want to really be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if it's either that or have your penis, I'm going with that. <laughs> He didn't get it yet. Give him, give him a second. Look, there it is. <laughs> Move it on. <laughs> All right. Sick or what? He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just so Well, it's no secret who the sickos are this week. Yo, ladies, what's up, yo? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Nasty ass. Ew. Nah. Let's see what it's saying so bad. He's going red. <laughs> yeah. Yo, we did the double standards draft last week. Shout out to y'all. Um, the listeners for being in. Shout out to us, because I think we did a good job with the double standards draft. I would like to say really quickly, my grandmother came up with a really valid point after the double standards draft. Women are constantly and always judged off of how they look. Not so much men. And I think she has a very valid point in that. That is a double standard that benefits men. By who? Society. Like, Like, women are always judged off of their looks. By other women. By everybody. That's the point I was trying to make. I will say this, and I've always said this. Women are the reason why women are not in the level they should be at. I got you. Let's be honest. Are we being honest here? Yeah. You're being honest, right? Yeah. I'll give you an example. Let's say you see a woman being a sports anchor. Anchor. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be more inclined to follow the woman that's amazing at talking about sports for real? Or the one that is fine as hell. Mm. All right. See my point? You got to be fair. I nodded my head for those. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, we got to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. yeah, that's true. Like, whereas with men, it don't really matter. It, not as much, typically. So that is one that we missed for women, for sure. Okay. Still a blowout. Right. But we missed it. That's the point I was trying to right. make throughout it, but I was a little too lit. Yes, I was it was trying to circle back to that. See, so, I wish we kinda, shout out to grandma. Shout out to grandma. <laughs> grandma definitely has women's back. Now we won't really be able to truly talk about the feedback from that episode yet because it hasn't been released yet as we're recording this. So that's why we haven't truly talked about it. And I guess we can address it on the next episode once it's actually released and we get some right. real feedback from it. Right, right, right. But I did want to add that while we're here. Now that that's out the way, the double standard, which is somewhat the elephant in the room here, is if we're being honest, right? <laughs> if, I were, if I were a woman and a bunch of men, like hundreds of men, were in DMs begging for pictures of my humongous breast, 
Mm-hmm. Would we not consider these men creeps? Absolutely. Yes. So let's talk about the ladies, Katie. Take it away. The ladies are creeps, all right? <laughs> so <laughs> There's nothing you can I'm, argue here, okay? I, I, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, yo. I did not think women got down like this. I was really shocked I, at some I, of these I, DMs, yo. I, I knew really we did. was. I knew we did. Um, I just didn't know to what extent that they did. You know, like I, I know some nah. women can be creeps. Um, I just didn't know until we actually talked about this. Yo, you can't be married and ask for a picture of a man's. Yeah, you can't have Christian in your bio and then be asking me for exclamation point, exclamation point. Where's Mo's pick? Christians get down to. That's just a religion. All right. That's yeah. No, I have nothing to do. Yeah, you could be a Christian. You just can't be married. That is against yeah. the rules. You <laughs> cannot be married. No. You can believe in Jesus and still want to see the dick. Think? Yeah. How do you think women who go to church have children, bro? What do you think they do? Yeah, but like obviously they're married. Oh, okay. Well, say yeah, that. I'm talking about the married one. I'm talking about no, no, no. I'm talking about married Christian women with kids in their profile pictures hitting me up for a picture. That's wild. That's, That's wild. Some of the comments were wild, and then it was a woman who said, "Nah, but it's." It's not like women are trashing you. Women are complimenting you. Like, that's different. And I was like, it's not different because if a man is like, yo, you got a fat ass or you got a big ass, you got big breasts, that's a compliment. He's complimenting your body. He's complimenting your body, but you are still a creep to most accounts, right? Yes. So this is wild. Isn't it crazy? Like, our intern posted a photo wearing a tank top. And they shamed her. And they gave her shit. And she wasn't showing no nipples, no nothing. And they went crazy. And they were like, shame on you for this and the other. I can't even walk (laughs) to the bathroom right now, yo. Big (laughs) Bert. First of all, who's Big Bert? Let's start there. Yeah, what are you about to say? Who do you work for? He was a Big Bert's adventure. Big Bert's adventure. Where was I? Is that what it's called? Oh, this is last day. Oh, wait wait a Bert, here's this. You about to lose your your job. job. Get this dance. I said you about to lose your job. Yes, I was at Burst Big Adventure. I just was taking a picture. No, the sweatpants were not gray. No, I did not take the picture. No, I did not know that that's what was on the picture. No, it wasn't Photoshop. No, I didn't do it on purpose. No, I wasn't looking for clout. What's up with the ladies, man? You was wearing blue pants. Yes. Blue, and I gray, hopped out the blue. truck because it was last minute and she wanted a picture. We was about to leave. I didn't check myself. I thought it was all good. I'm out here. I'm exposed. I was a bit embarrassed. No one cared. They said, Mo, shut up and pull it out. So oh. they did. They, they told did. You pull it out. You you've been you've been getting DMs. You've seen it? I haven't seen the photo. I'm talking about the DMs. I'm talking the, about what women are asking oh, for. The yes. DMs, yeah. No, no, no. Listen, let me be honest with you. All right. Represent. That was, that was your honesty? That's all I got to say. All right. <laughs> Guess we're done here. Listen. I agree. No. Women were just being too thirsty. Like, some of these women is like, okay, at what point are you like, I'm doing the most? You're doing Can the I most. Can I ask you something? Yeah. OnlyFans? Yeah. What about it? Am I thinking about it? Yeah. Yes. Let me be honest. I am. No, like, for real, for real. No, I am. No, I'm, I'm dead serious. Because like, after, serious? I would love women to be as thirsty. Like, these women... We're out here looking like they were in the Mojave Desert. You know what I'm saying? Like they what, were looking at the, the Mojave Desert. You know what I'm saying? Where is that? Y'all what? don't know Spanish, but it's called Mojave. Mojave. Yeah. Okay. All right. They were looking like they was in the desert looking for yeah. water. I mean, I'd be lying to you if I if I wasn't gonna sit here and say I, I you know that I didn't have a conversation with Ramses, the videographer for Jaden Mo. And he's like, yo, he's like, yo, you got about 
We had about seven, eight thousand clicks on that little, that little, that little post I saw. The women looking for you. Know what I mean, ten dollars a month. Do the math, King. Come on now. You just made eighty G's. Come on. Off now. of a sweatpants picture. Hey, you're not even really out here like that. Listen, you see I'll, what I'm saying? I'll send my underwear. So ladies, hit me up. But they don't want your drawers, bro. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Though I would love women to be as thirsty as. To me, as they were to you. I know. I, I would love that for you, but they not feeling you like that. You can't force it. But that's what I'm saying. Sell your shit. But why are you forcing me? <laughs> I'm not. But I want to. I want to get a cut. <laughs> let me. Let me what, be. What, let, you let, you let me be your manager. Let let me, like, what, all right. If we do this right here, I get twenty percent. You want to be my dickager? <laughs> I want to be your dickager. <laughs> You want I want dick? you to go bench press, workout, <laughs> sweat all over the underwear, and then I'm gonna sell it. You gonna be like Mickey, dude, dude. that was helping Rocky through the through the race. <laughs> Come no. on, Dick, you got it. King. I do. I was just like, holy shit. I was you a little guys shocked. You guys are as perverted as fuck as men are, which is in a fucked up way. It was just like that's kind of flattering. No, it is flattering. I mean, if you receive it that way, yeah, I, I should. I, I'm not tripping. Trust me, we pardon. I'm having fun with it. I'm not tripping. At first, I I was embarrassed. Like, it's funny how people are struggling to believe that. I don't know why. I think even you was giving me shit about it. Like, I I really was embarrassed at first. The, the very first moment I saw the picture, my my mind wasn't like, oh, we up. Like, you know what I'm saying? The numbers is going up. The, <laughs> I, that wasn't what I thought. I thought, holy shit, that is embarrassing. Like, it's nothing I can do. I can't take right. that back. Like, it was what it was. But you roll with the punches. Like anything else in life, we're here. What I'm going to do? We're done. It happened. It is what it is. It could be worse. I could have been Nelly, like you said, even though Katie said that's average. I'm not trying to be average in life. Stop it. Huh? Stop it. I said too much? Yes. My bad. 100%. Black power. Moving on. Who's next? Quote of the week. If you are going through a breakup of any sort, which is what in the moment is about to be going through shortly after this episode because of Romeo's (laughs) toxicness. I saw a quote the other day that said, breakups only hurt as much as they do because most people are so scared to be alone. All heartbreak really means is you put too much energy into another person. Do with that what you will. You may agree or disagree, but the truth of the matter is I've spoke about this before. Breakups suck just like any other change in any other habit. But in reality, that's all it is. It's just a change of a habit. And when you think about it, typically you always move on, heal, grow, learn, and find yourself in a better situation. So though you may feel like life is over right now, it's really not. It's just getting started. Don't give up on yourself. Keep pushing through. The sun is about to come out for you the moment you decide to believe that. Who's next? And last, I'll leave you with this. This man's name is Dame Dash. He used to be CEO of Rockefeller Records. Rockefeller Records is most famous for Jay-Z being an artist. And he talks about in his quote, the people who take the shortcut in life and tend to think that they are doing something by taking the easy route. Sometimes when you take the easy route, you don't really figure out who you are. You can't really look in the mirror and love you for who you really are. An OG once told me there's a difference between loving what you see And loving who you see when you look in the mirror. Sometimes you got to take the the harder route. And though it may seem as if it's not fair, in reality, social media has forced people to live their lives based upon what they believe other people are actually doing. 
when more times than not, they really not doing shit. They not as happy as they appear to be. They not doing what it appears that they're doing. But here so many people are being depressed, insecure because of what social media is showing you. Some of y'all are living your life based on what you believe other people will think of you on social media, as opposed to living your life based on what you think of yourself in real life. If you can't look in the mirror and be happy with what you see genuinely, then maybe you can use this clip. That's what defines you is when you have the choice to not be honorable and it would appear that you'll get something and life may be easier. And if you choose honor and you choose a harder path, you know which you really are. And that's what that is all day. It's a test all day. There's always these shortcuts. How many people actually fail that test and the recourse of that? The unhappy life that comes with the perception of being happy, of looking like you have more than you do, or that you're smarter, tougher, richer, funnier, or anything that you pretend you are and you're not. Because you, it, it tortures that person. They all look for an escape, whether it's a drug or any kind of addiction to just not face and look in the mirror. To not be able to look at yourself in the mirror or take that shower, that must suck. But I don't know how that feels. I know how it feels to have no conscience, to look in the mirror, be alone, and be like, I'm real happy about every single decision I make. All right, y'all, I think that's it. Run me down, Romeo. Kill him, Katie. I got anything to add before we get out of here? Nah, it's been great. Actually, just Katie, because I'm afraid of what (laughs) Romeo might add. I'm trying to go home, yo. You get the fire hosing in here. It ain't no telling. We never know what's going to come out that's of his what, mouth. That's what I'm saying. We either going to get canceled or still be here when the bird show starts. I don't know which one. <laughs> but, yeah, keep his mic off. <laughs> yeah, as always, I thank y'all for being here. I hope you appreciated being in the moment as much as we appreciated being here. Until next time. Next week, bitches. He got a curve to it. Hey, he got thing, a curve. That thing poking, boy. Oh. Romeo up there fixing the camera with his ass out. Slim waist, cute face, you feel me? Hey. Slim and trim. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, he, nah, he, 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 yo, he gyrating. (laughs) Yo, you are sick, fam. Somebody come get him. This man did three squats. like a stripper. (laughs) He know damn well his ass don't have to be poked out that much while he fixing that camera, yo. Right now, it's time for a Mo Mitch exclusive. Beach craze. Look. Really shit that I ever wrote. Could hear it in my speech or in anything that I quote. My dreams never surface. It's different than how we float. I want to walk on water. He happy. He on a boat. It's just different. Comedian, not a joke. Record on every record, want records that I ain't broke. I spend my time sleeping on clowns that say they woke. And go at anybody, that's what'll make them a goat. I became a fiend after seeing Hex on the screen. Knew it'd take a king to accomplish all of my dreams. Fantastic alone, but know it'll take a team to go through every storm and never make it a thing. I'm a beast. But been broken into pieces Trust nothing I see But somehow I believe in Jesus Let my insecurity show Something like Isis Facetious I'm just hitting y'all with my thesis Bam.